You're about to listen to a Gaming Stooges podcast with your regularly scheduled Stooges. I'm Jack. The internet calls me Cloud. And I'm Landon. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion, and if you do, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitch, or joining our Discord. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to Mario Kart! Hey guys, it's Mario Kart. Wahoo. 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 It's me, Mario. <laughs> it's me, it's Kart. <laughs> it's me, Mr. <laughs> Kart. Are you guys ready to talk about some Mario Kart? Mario Kart is a series that is near and dear to all three of us here at Gaming Stooges. And we're going to cover as much of the series as we can tonight. So by that sorry go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say and by that I mean half of this podcast is gonna be dedicated to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> it very well could be. Honestly so, though. Uh as we usually do for our series wide stuff, it's gonna be very similar to our Kirby podcast way, way back. If you haven't heard that, it's a pretty good one as well. But we're gonna go through all the main series games. I've got information to kind of just throw out at you for each main series game we'll talk about our feelings about them what we like what we don't like we'll move on to the next one once we've gone through all the main series we've got a small smasher pass section for the side games and we're just going to say thumbs up thumbs down no yes and then move on and then of course we've got all the other stuff we've got landon's got an additional small topic we'll jump in with at the end before i wrap up so it's gonna be a lot of fun now if you didn't know, even though a lot of people know this by now, but Super Mario Kart is the first game that started the entire series. And Mario Kart as a whole started with that game coming out in 1992 on the Super Nintendo before we weren't even exactly meant to get this game. This was just kind of like a, a side project that was, they wanted to do something that wasn't F-Zero and they wanted something a lot more slower paced and fun and more accessible. And then they just put Mario in the game and that that's that. You can listen to like 9 million other creators go into depth on that. But first game came out on the Super Nintendo in North America on September 1st, 1992, selling 8.76 million units in its lifespan. And it is the fourth best selling game on the Super Nintendo. And it is available for Super Nintendo, Wii Virtual Console, Wii U Virtual Console, New 3DS Virtual Console, the Super Nintendo Classic Edition, and Nintendo Switch Online Super Nintendo. That's a lot of available options to play this game. Uh, I feel like everyone in existence at least has one way that they can play this game. Yeah. Like, by by average, there's going to be... If you talk to a random person on the street and you, you'll say... Have you played Super Mario Kart? And they'll say, who the fuck are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> Get out but, of my face. But if they actually answer you with a yes or no, then you can advance to the next step, which is, do you have any Homicide. of these? Yeah. Homicide. <laughs> but anyway, as far as, as far as content goes, Super Mario Kart did introduce the core structure that the games will take. Introducing, it has carts. It has carts. 
and, and Mario. That, and Mario, <laughs> that's true. But it introduced the Grand Prix time trial versus and battle modes, uh, a lot of core mechanics such as drifting, the item system, coins, which have gone on and off, but seem to be here to stay now, and just a bunch of other things. There were 20 courses in this game spread across four cups, unique in that it is the only game that one cup is five races. More on that later. But those four cups are the Mushroom, Flower, Star, and Special Cups. The Special Cup requiring clearing the three previous cups and is only available on 100cc or higher. I learned that the hard way. 50cc, you can't do the Special Cup. Yep. Uh, And then, of course, characters. We've got the first game having eight characters. You got Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, Toad, Bowser, Koopa Troopa and Donkey Kong Jr. And I mentioned earlier it has a battle mode. That battle mode is balloon battle for two players, and you have four options of maps to choose from to play. How do we feel about Super Mario Kart? It sure is Mario Kart. Sure it's, is Mario Kart. It is. It, it is. It is. It is. That's all I truly have to say about it. <laughs> so I've I, I played through it once. Same. I just played through the majority, like, almost the entire series very recently, leading up to this podcast, to have, like, fresh thoughts, fresh insight. Super Mario Kart is hard, man. The controls are so, like, outdated, but, like, they're not, like, bad. Like, you can learn them. It's just an incredibly steep learning curve compared to newer games. Yeah, and and even sure. then, the courses don't always have a design that accommodates those controls. I think that's the problem is that there's, you know, there, there's like eight course themes. They reuse course themes and you've got like four Mario circuits and three Bowser castles and like two Vanilla Lakes, two Choco, uh, Choco Islands. You've got a two ghost, ghost valleys three ghost valleys actually three go oh shit yeah i forgot they yeah. had three ghost valleys uh two koopa cape uh two koopa beach koopa cape koopa beach koopa beach yeah. yeah so there's they reuse themes uh some of the layouts are not too bad i think they do a serviceable job they're pretty fun but some of them are the i think about I, I don't want to talk about some of these they're so bad the thing about super mario kart is that half of the courses have the exact same layout like it's not the exact same it's like similar it's it's a very very similar like template that they use and they like change it up just ever so slightly that's to make the tracks like different yeah you got like like, donut planes two and three and mario circuit three and four and to an extent two like they're all very similar to each other it's basically just like a square that you go around in except there's a divot and that's it it's it's yeah it's it's they didn't have a lot of uh variety but at the i mean for its time eight different styles with 20 courses is you know not too bad it's pretty good eight core eight characters is you know i mean there wasn't a whole lot to pull from at the time this was before donkey kong country even came out so they couldn't even put they didn't even have a real reference for regular donkey kong besides the arcade game so they were like screw it just put donkey Donkey kong Kong jr fuck it Exactly. Hey, speaking of which, we've got live listener comment. Al says, bring back Donkey Kong Jr. someday. Didn't they put him in tour? 
He's in that tour. Is correct. As, he is in yep. tour as an eight bit style. As an eight bit. Yeah. And I think that's sick as fuck. Bit. Yeah. Like why? I don't know why they don't bring him back in another game. Correct. They like, should. Except people hate more than four characters in a Mario Kart game. You have more than four Mario Kart characters. You might as well be committing sin. True. Yeah. But you know. The growth of Mario Kart characters can be covered in future know, games. Yeah, DS. Oh yeah, no, yeah. we're we're gonna talk about the increase of characters pretty soon. There's a it's a couple games that way, but yeah, I I think that's my thoughts on Super Mario Kart. It's pretty basic. It gets the job done. The controls are not bad, but they're very hard to learn. So it takes a while, and even then, they're not like the best controls. They still don't feel quite right yet. But it did a lot to like like cement you know make the foundation and get the series going for future titles i'm gonna post this in the the spoilers of our discord uh, join our discord discord. join our discord uh from the mario wiki the official artwork for toad from super mario kart kind of goes hard (laughs) oh yeah isn't he um look at him yeah he's happy he's happy he's ready to he's ready to murder Landon, do you have any thoughts to add on Super Mario Kart? It's aggressively fine. Yeah. It's aggressively fine. Yeah. I will say this. I will. I would more willingly go back to it than probably the next two games we're about to talk about. I would disagree with that. We'll I get think there. This, we'll get there. Um, um, I Jeff. think this is the weakest Mario Kart game. I'll, like, s- I'll say it's probably my least favorite, too. And that's not yeah, to say it's like, bad. Like it's still it's still pretty good. I'm not even trying to hate on it too much because it's the first one, but also like when you when you go back to it after playing like every game that has come since, it's pretty archaic. I think the best comparison is it's just one of those early installment, you know, just outdated but it 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 helped the series kind of it's kind of like Pokemon Red and Blue to an extent, you know, mm-hmm. Kirby's Dream Land. Like these these are not bad game, first games for the series. There's just better yeah. options, and the the main reason you're going to want to play them is to just get an appreciation for where things started. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I I my last my last thing I have to mention is it's definitely incredibly hard because I didn't even get to 150 CC. I I barely unlocked it because 100 CC and the star and special cups was hard enough. I was restarting and loading a save state over and over earlier this morning and last night to get courses done. It's, that sucks. It's 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 hard as balls. So yeah, Mario Kart 64 though is the next game in the series, which was released on the Nintendo 64 in North America on February 10th, 1997, selling eight uh, 9.87 million units, which makes it the second best-selling game on the N64. And it is available for N64, Wii Virtual Console, Wii U Virtual Console, and Nintendo Switch Online N64. Not as many as as Super Mario Kart, obviously, but still quite a few options. As far yeah. as as far as content uh, and additions, it introduced the mini turbos from drifting. That was not actually in the first game. You had drifting, you did not have mini turbos. It also introduced the mirror mode which was known as extra mode in this game. There was no mirror mode in Super Mario Kart. 
and extra the mode and the infamous spiny shell it was the first game to have it. it was not in the first game so mario kart would never be the same after mario kart 64 uh we got 16 courses this time although they are much more diverse they are split across the same four cups though mushroom flower star and special uh, we have six characters returning from super mario kart and you have the koopa troopa and donkey kong jr replaced with wario and donkey kong so the characters i didn't name from super mario kart that aren't them they're all back this is going to be known as the core eight from every entry going forward when i talk about the number of new characters and returning characters i'm going to just say the core eight is a separate like they are in every mario kart game from here on out it's like the original yeah. smash roster sacred every, every game they're there uh and then of course you've still got the battle mode for this game it's balloon battle but you do have up to four players on four maps and i gotta say probably some of the most iconic maps in the series for battle mode yeah there block, are some solid ones block fort is a favorite of course double deck i think get doesn't get quite the uh, amount of attention I think it should. I like Double Deck. Skyscraper's pretty good. Big Donut's okay. But we got 16 courses to talk about and two new characters. How do you guys feel about Mario Kart 64? It's the introduction to 3D Kart. I think on the whole, this game is better than Super. Um, it's still not amazing. I think it's fine. Uh, I mean, like, I... Well, I think it's a little bit better than fine, but I'm just looking at the core selection in this game, though. Like, half of these are kind of bad, and the other half is really good. Like, a lot better than the best courses from Super. But the bad half is, like, kind of... Uh, but, I mean, I think it has one of the better battle modes in the series, I would say. Solid. So I, I don't think... know if I have much else to say about it. I think, yeah, no, Mario, so Mario Kart 64, I, it might be the first Mario Kart game I played. I don't know if it was Mario Kart 64 or Super Mario Kart because I was really young, so my memory's kind of hazy there. I don't remember mm -hmm. if it was me getting Mario Kart 64 and playing it and then being excited about the game and then playing uh, the Super Mario Kart with my friend or, or my cousin, or if it was flipped around and I liked the Super Mario Kart game that I played with my cousin and then I wanted Mario Kart and I got it on N64 when I had it. I don't know which one came first, the chicken or the egg. But I have a lot of hours clocked in this game. And I will say I don't go back to it anymore unless I explicitly want the Mario Kart 64 experience. Because yeah. its content is very thin it's it, there's not a lot to play here uh everything is unlocked from the start except for ex extra mode the mirror mode that's like the only thing you have to unlock everything else is there 150 cc all the characters all the courses you don't have to unlock anything which is kind of good though because the ai although not as really unforgiving in super mario kart it, it can still be pretty brutal so not having to unlock stuff and deal with the AI is all right, but I like the courses overall, except for like two or three. Like I'm not a fan of Wario Stadium. I'm not a fan of Frappe Snowland because I don't like those snowmen that are littered all over the damn place. And Moo Moo Farm's like, okay, I guess. But like, I like most of the rest. 
I think it's it is super basic though. There's like, and like, all but Wario Coliseum or Wario Stadium have made a reappearance in a later game. So like, if you want the courses, you can just play the later game. Yeah, like, and for the record, I hope Wario Stadium doesn't come back unless they do like a massive revamp. Yeah, they would have um, to like do anti-gravity and make like make a lot of crazy shit. And probably even either, cut it down. Either shrink it or make it uh, two laps because I, I'm i looking at the... They have the track lengths listed on uh, the Mario wiki and for like how many meters long a single lap is. Wario Stadium is the second longest with uh, 1591 meters. Yeah. I mean, they don't... That doesn't mean a whole lot like in the... Because like... When it comes to, like, times, like, how long it takes to finish them. But Wario Stadium is a four-plus-minute track. Unless, like, yeah. you can do, like, these, like, crazy shortcuts with it. Like, it, it takes about a minute and a half, almost, to get through one lap. It's pretty nuts. And it's so boring. And and Rainbow Road is not much better. It's even longer. The visuals are at least much better, but it's super simple. And one lap is, like, a minute and a half-plus long. Like, Rainbow a minute and 40 seconds so rainbow road is 2000 meters yeah it takes it takes roughly five plus minutes almost like five and a half closer to five and a half to finish yeah that's why like Easily. people people will be like oh mario kart 8 ruined rainbow road super uh no, it's like it made it so much better you know, like i could not picture myself playing that same track for five minutes yeah i'm like, sorry i'm kind of glad that it's not that like, the Mario Kart 8 version is a little bit short, yeah, because they take one lap of the regular Ra N64 Rainbow Road and just cut it into three segments. But, like, it's better that way because I would much rather, like, have a slightly short track than one that's way too fucking long. Yeah. There's more tracks in the series, by the way, that are, like, ridiculously long before they started, like, standardizing stuff a lot better so well i mean I, i've got a couple words for a couple courses in a game coming up we'll, we'll talk about it do you have any words to say landon i would jettison this game into the sun <laughs> <laughs> jettison it it's aggressive good word yep. um would you say I this would is your never, least favorite ever ever want to play this game ever again would you say this is your least favorite mario kart i don't know about that but i would never want to play it again Damn. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I'd be willing to play Super Mario Kart, but I am not willing to play this. You would have to point a gun at my head. There are some people that, like, I don't, like, I'm not trying to, you know, disagree. I mean, I do disagree, but, like, sure. that, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I'm not saying you can't have it's that not, opinion. It's I'm not just, like, common. It's not common to see someone else I, rate those I just think reverse. it's interesting... I just think it's interesting how there are some people that prefer Super and some people that prefer 64, and usually those people on both sides will say the one they don't like as much has worse controls. I think they and both have bad controls. They, they, I just they do. I was going to say, 64. Yeah. they both have, you know, wonky controls that are hard to grasp, and, like, they're they're not, like, unplayable, but they're both, like, kind of the controls that, like, they're, they're I not, think they're, they're, like everything else after these games has better controls. 
I think Super Mario Kart is a harder game, but I think Mario Kart 64 is a more punishing game. Oh, just yeah. Just because, like, like the amount, the amount of time it takes to recover when you get hit by something is way longer on the it's, 64 version. It's so bad. Like, I was... The only thing that's, like, really crazy in the first game is, like, thwomps can, like, screw you over if you, like, run into them in the wrong way. But, like, if you get... If you fall off the track, like... It's not that bad, and the it AI take that long. And the AI rubber bands closer to you, so like you can get back pretty well. Mario Kart 64. If you fall off the track one too many times, you're not getting back up there. Yeah. So especially yeah, since agree. like this is this is before the days of like the bullet bill, which would or like well, I mean this game had lightning, but like yeah. I don't know. It just feels like it's a lot harder to get back into first once you fall out in this game than just about any other game in the series. Which is funny that they made Rainbow Road completely barricaded in exact antithesis to the Rainbow Road from Super Nintendo, which has absolutely no bearings ever anywhere. It's like, it's so strange how the more punishing game has the much easier Rainbow Road because you never fall off. But it's... But it's much longer. It is much longer. It's so much longer. It is. It, it is, is a slugfest of it, disappointment. It truly agony. is. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I would say it's the worst Rainbow Road in the series. It's it's down there though, just because it's so fucking long. Yeah. I know. I know that might be a bit of a hot take. But I do agree. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I have to add? disagree because that's my character, but it might be one of the best. But I wouldn't know because I'll never <laughs> play this game ever again. Yeah, there you go. You'll never know. Yeah. All right. Uh, if there's no other last words for Mario Kart 64, we'll move on to Mario Kart Super Circuit. Now, Mario Kart Super Circuit was the first handheld Mario Kart game. It was released on the Game Boy Advance in North America on. August 27, 2001, selling 5.91 million units, making it the fourth best-selling game on the Game Boy Advance. Side note, it is also the worst-selling main series Mario Kart game. Uh, I'm not surprised. It, yeah, it, is avail- it. it is available for the Game Boy Advance, the Nintendo 3DS, if you were in the Ambassador program, the Wii U Virtual Console, and Nintendo Switch Online GBA. So four possible ways to do it uh as far as content goes though it has the exact same roster as mario kart 64 it has 40 courses the most courses until mario kart 8 post dlc too fucking many yeah but i mean the reason the reason so, uh, why uh, is yeah. because oh, yeah, there's ahead. there's so it's split into 20 new courses across five cups. So you have the mushroom and flower cup returning. There's a new lightning cup in the middle and then you have the star and special cups. But then there's the uh, five more cups known as the extra cups, which are the 20 returning courses from Super Mario Kart. That's right. You got all 20 courses from Super Mario Kart just plop down into super circuit on the gba not exactly there's like some accommodations we'll get to it uh but there's also a ranking system so if you want to tear your hair out because you just can't get three stars because some bullshit 
here, here, here's a game for you. There's like three, two or three others to do this. Uh, and then besides that, the battle mode is the same as the previous games. It's, you know, multiplayer only. You've got four options for courses to choose from. So, yeah. Mario Kart Super Circuit. How do we feel about Mario Kart Super Circuit? New courses, the controls. How do you feel about it? Do you want to go first, Landon? I don't care for this one. I thought he was just <laughs> going to say trash. I mean, nope, it's there's fine. only trash here. It's fine. I mean, it's I, better than the last two, objectively. I, I, Yeah, I would agree with that. But I don't want to play it ever again. Yeah. I mean, it's easily, I would say, yeah, pretty easily the best of the first three Mario Kart games. But it's still, like, the third weakest in the entire series. Um, I think... The track selection. I mean, like at least in the 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 twenty new courses in this game is pretty fucking solid. Like they got some, like the track layouts aren't anything too crazy for the most part, but like they got some good, um, like aesthetics and ideas going on here. Stuff like Sunset Wilds and Lakeside Park and uh, Ribbon Road, Cheese Land, fucking. Boo Lake, Riverside Park. You I mean, there's that. some. No, I said Lakeside Park. Oh. Two different courses. Yes, it's they. They they're very they're very mind. similar. I mean, Lake... it's so like one thing to note is that all of the first few games, even if they don't like number them, you know, Mario Circuit One, Two, Three, like they do have multiple courses that are basically like the same as another course, at least once or twice in the game. So, but go yeah. on. It does have four Bowser castles, though, which is a little unnecessary, I think. Um, like, you could have cut this down to 16 courses and just had one Bowser castle. And also probably take out... One of the uh, two ghost ones, because they're almost the same. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably Broken Pier. <laughs> Actually, probably Boo Lake is the weaker of the two, looking at them. But, yeah, uh... Still, though, I mean, like, as far as uh, fresh track selection, they got some cool ideas here. It's solid. Yeah, I've I, never, I've never touched battle mode in this game. I've never had the chance to touch battle mode. I will say, so I, Mario's Kart Super Circuit is a game where, like, just picking it up right away, it feels okay, but kind of off. But I found that as I played it more and more. I was actually really enjoying it, and I think the only issue that I have with the game is because of the hardware it's on, it is very compromised. It can be kind of hard to track the visuals when they're, like, because of the crunching and, like, the just the... It doesn't even look as good as, like, Super Circuit actually... Not Super Circuit. Super Mario Kart does look visually better despite cutting off half the screen to show the map because, like, everything just is easier to kind of look at just because of the colors and just the the pixel quality but the pixel quality on super circuit can be kind of fuzzy and like even when i like had it i had so i have the ambassador release so i actually held down the button to make it go down to the regular resolution i was still having some trouble on a few courses here and there it's it's not terror it's not super like terrible but it is it is kind of hard it, it to pick it's up. not super terrible. It's super circuit. That's true. 
But I will That's say the tagline they well, use for sales, which is why it didn't sell well. It did not sell well. I mean, there you go. By by general video game standards, this game still sold really well. Sure, but by Mario Kart standards, it didn't sell all that well. But I I will defend Super Circuit. I think that Super Circuit has a lot of potential when you get to play it longer. I think the track designs are really unique. Some of them are really interesting. We hadn't seen anything like them before. And some ideas we haven't even really seen quite the same way since. Mm-hmm. And the new course selection is pretty good. And while the so the Super Nintendo courses that they they brought back all those, they're for the most part pretty faithful. Although they don't use the 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 Super Mario Kart style, they're just using assets from Super Circuit. So they're gonna look like Super Circuit courses just with the Super Mario Kart layouts. But I mean, they're fine, and I enjoy most of them about the same or slightly better uh, than the ones in Super Mario Kart, just because it's a little bit better to control, in my opinion. So, I mean, I will say, if there's one reason I'm not going back to regular Super Mario Kart ever again, it's probably because if I want to get that novelty Super Mario Kart fix... I could just play Super Circuit. Like, yeah. it has all of the content I care about in there. Mm-hmm. Unless I specifically want to play as Donkey Kong Jr., which I do not. Yeah, but I can't drift in the game, so... It's kind of tricky. <laughs> I, it's hard. I Yeah. Even learning it, like, it's still... It's, it's, it, yeah. it's not super intuitive. So, yeah. I decided I don't especially, want to play the game up again. Especially the mini turbos. They're in this game. It is extremely difficult to get the hang of doing them. I typically don't do them. So. Yeah. I'd rather vacuum. You'd rather vacuum? (laughs) Like in real life? Yeah, in real life. Yeah, fair enough. Or in Mario Kart DS. I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah, I, I personally like Mario Kart Super Circuit. I think that the problem with it ultimately for me is just it being on the Game Boy Advance. I just couldn't really fully realize the potential I think it had, but... Given it came out in the launch year of the Game Boy Advance and also was as content packed as it was and still playing pretty well for its time, I think I it doesn't actually surprise me anymore that like Metacritic average, this is apparently the best rated Mario Kart game. Unless Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is higher, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's still Super Circuit for some reason. I mean, I wouldn't agree that it's the best one, but I can see why critics at the time were giving it a lot of praise, at least. Any other thoughts on Super Circuit? Not really. It's all right. What? What was that white noise that came out of your mouth just now? Huh? (laughs) All right. I guess we'll move on. The next game is Mario Kart Double Dash. Mario Kart Double Dash. Good Good answer, answer. Steve. Mario Kart Double Dash was released on the GameCube in November... 17th 2003 north america selling 6.88 million units which makes it the second best-selling gamecube game it is only available for gamecube there was no re-release yeah boo bad answer steve bad answer steve but, but as honestly for, yeah but as for a truly bring it back please but as for content we have the unique two racers per cart mechanic that we're going to be talking about because this game lives and dies by this mechanic. But you've got these two, you pick two racers and you pick a cart. It introduced cart selection to the series. 
and then you can drive, you can play with two players controlling one cart, you can play with one person controlling both racers, and you can do all sorts of different combinations. There's a lot to unlock in this game, but you've got that. There's 20 characters, by the way. You've got the core eight, of course. There's one returning character and 11 newcomers. That is the most in one game. 11 characters. They introduced characters specifically for this game so that they existed to pair with someone in this game. Motherfucking Toadette. Toadette. Toadette, baby. You've got other newcomers like Waluigi, Daisy, Petey Piranha, King Boo. Koopa Troopa came back. He's got Paratroopa. Okay. Diddy Kong. Diddy Kong. You know, you've got you've got a lot of racers in this mm-hmm. game. They, they finally re- introduced Mario to a Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. Took him four entries, but he got in there. He got in. Yeah. Good for Mario. Yeah. yeah. You've got cart options. So all the different like weight classes, they've got their own carts. You can unlock other carts across uh, over the course of the game. And you'll have a bunch of different options. Usually it defaults to whoever is like the heaviest character. Uh, you get you pick from those cards. So like if you pick like Bowser and Koopa Troopa, you are getting Bowser cards. Bowser's not gonna fit in Koopa Troopa's little cart. I'm sorry. That's sizest. I, w- I wish <laughs> I wish they would let us do that. That would be fucking cool. Wow, but, is Mario Kart Double Dash fat phobic? <laughs> yes. I'm gonna dock some points from this game now. Uh, <laughs> and then Continuing and finishing up on the content synopsis, so you got 16 courses across your four cups, mushroom, flower, star, special. There's an unlockable all-tour cup, which is literally all 16 courses played back-to-back, although it will randomize everything from courses number 2 through 15. It will always start with Luigi Circuit. It will always end with Rainbow Road. Everything else can be in whatever order the game decides it wants to throw at you. This is the first game in the series to include courses that don't have standardized lap numbers. So let me explain. I didn't explain this earlier. Super Mario Kart, the tracks are five laps because they're all very short. And then Mario Kart 64 gave us the, what is now mostly standard, three laps. Mario Kart Super Circuit had both the three laps for the new courses and five laps for the old courses. Double Dash has mostly three lap courses, but there is one that is so long they made it two laps. And there's one that is so short, they made it seven laps. We'll talk about that course in a second. Uh, And then battle mode, of course, is back. And it consists of three modes. We've got new modes in uh, thanks to Double Dash. We've got Balloon Battle returning. And then we have the new Shine Thief and Bob on Blast. And these two would both return in later games. So thumbs up for that. We got uh, six courses in this game. For the battle mode, two unlockable, four to start with, including one that is shaped like a GameCube. It is a GameCube. I'm not just saying it's shape. It's it is a GameCube. It is GameCube. It is cool. It is GameCube. It, it is Nintendo GameCube. That is the title of the track. It is. So Lennon, how do how do we feel about Double was, Dash? Lennon, right off the bat, what's your favorite battle course from this game? From this game? Yeah. It might be GameCube. Really? I was gonna say Pipe Plaza. Pipe Plaza's pretty good. Yeah. I did not get to talk about the battle. I, I do not get to talk about the battle mode, I should say, because I did not get to play the battle mode. So if you guys want to keep talking about battle mode for a little bit. Was Block City in this? 
in this one? Yeah, too? Block, block City was in this okay, one. Okay, that one. Okay, I liked that one a lot. Good choice. Good yeah. choice. Um, Double Dash. I will start by with its biggest compliment, and that is the Nitro courses in this game are fucking sick. Like, I would say on average, this is one of the best. Like, s like. For every game's, like, selection of Nitro courses, this is one of the best in the series, in my opinion. Uh, very few misses. Uh, the only ones I really don't like are Dry Dry Desert and... Wario Coliseum? Yeah, I'm not a fan of either of I'm, those. I'm not, not a huge fan of Dino Dino Jungle either, but I'm uh, kind of so in the minority on that one. I will say this. So when you were talking about how you didn't care for Dino Dino Jungle... Yeah. My experience with Dino Dino Jungle was only ever the 3DS version. The 3DS version is fine. I just don't it's, think exactly, it's very good exactly. in Double Dash. I, I, I enjoy the 3DS version of Dino Dino Jungle. I will say Dino Dino Jungle on, on this game? No. It's, it's I, unforgiving. I, I, I don't like Dino Dino Jungle in this game. It is... I am not it, a fan. It deserves to be in the Special Cup. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. it, it's, it's unforgiving. It's, it's, it's a Special Cup course. It can also go fuck itself, because I hate it. Um, I will yeah. say my f my favorite Special Cup course in this game is Bowser's Castle. Like, pretty I, easily. Bowser Castle. I really like the Bowser Castle in this Bowser's one. Bowser's Castle in this game is good. It's, it's fucking super, solid. Uh, but, but, like, the good courses in this game are so fucking good. DK Mountain. Like, a top classic. five classic. Fucking Mushroom, classic. Mushroom City. Great track. Mushroom City classic. needs to come back. Mushroom City. Never played it yet. Has to wait, play this Wait in one day, it'll come back, and I'll be able to Wa play it finally. Waluigi Stadium is great. Daisy classic. Cruiser is great. Double classic. Uh, Baby Park is Baby Park hell, is classic. And I Baby, love it. Baby Park, I'll say, I get the hype behind it when you're playing it in this game because of its innate features, the game mechanics. It makes Baby Park extremely fun. And I will Any say, other game kind of sucks. Disagree. I will say in this game has the best uh, first course in any Mario Kart game, Luigi Circuit. I don't know if I'd agree with that. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good opening track, but I don't think it's my favorite. I just think, I mean, like as far as first courses go in this series, it's pretty unique in my opinion. It is. Um, it's very unique. Yeah. It's very simple, but no. it, the simplicity is like really cool because like it's literally just there's a big loop, but plot twist, the main part, you can go both ways. You can have stuff happening with the racers coming this way when you're going the other way. Ooh. They touch. They can touch. They touch. So that was what I like about this game. Here we uh -oh. go. Uh -oh. <laughs> so I think the mechanic of having two, of controlling two characters is inherently really cool. And I like the idea behind it that, like, they have their own, like, special items that they can get to make, like, you know, each character unique to play on top of, like, controlling differently and handling differently. But at the same time, it also makes some characters better than others. Like... Yeah. You're all, like... Paratroopa is... The Koopas are fucking like, OP. Yeah, the Koopas... Getting uh, triple I, reds is just 
so good. The Koopas, Peach and Daisy are really good, too, because they oh, got yeah. the fucking shield. Yeah, they have a shield, and then they just absorb the item that they were going to interact with, and then they just have it. Yeah, I mean, and then there's Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, who have giant banana. Big which, banana. Which, big banana. I'll say this. So, I mean, actually, you know what? I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say it when it's my turn. Go ahead. Keep going. I like uh, PD Piranha and King Boo because they can just get whatever, and that makes them like more fun to play than a lot of other characters in this game. And but like, yeah, I don't know. I just it just kind of sucks that like some characters are just objectively worse than others because their items aren't as good. And also, I'm not a huge fan of the way this game handles. And I'm not saying like how it controls. It controls fine. The controls are, like, competent, but, like, I don't know, something about the way the carts handle in this game. They're very heavy, and they're very slippery. So the reason for that is because they were making an engine that was going to work with this game and the arcade game that we have in the Smasher Pass at the end. They were making something that was going to work with both so that's why the game kind of feels weird. I'm not justifying it. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm just saying there's a reason they did yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, like, it's kind of like, I didn't really grow up with this game. I mean, I played it, like, a few times when I was a kid, but I didn't really, like, get a... I didn't really get into this game until I was a little bit older, probably, like, 18 or 19. So, like, I don't have a ton of experience with it because I'm, I've never owned it. Um... But, like, I've played it, like, more than a handful of times. Like, my friends and I will just play through, like, the 16 courses in a row sometimes for fun. And I suck at this game. But I still have fun. So. Right. Um, I would say, like, generally positive experience with this game. But it's not my favorite. Yeah. I'll say, so, like, Double Dash, there's a few aspects of it I really like. And I think it's probably in in a few areas... Uh, a few aspects it might be the best game in the series but then there are other aspects of it that i don't care for so it is it it's not nearly it it's not nearly as good as a lot of other games in the series in other respects so jack mentioned nitro courses i generally agree i'm not as hyped about some of them as other people might be i didn't grow up with this game i only played it a little bit when a friend had it and then most of my experience is very recently because i played it basically for this podcast i got more experience with it i'll say the controls that like the way the game handles and everything it has a very steep learning curve it is extremely hard for a first time player to learn i think that at a basic level you can understand and control mario kart super circuit and super mario kart before you will learn how to play this game well that said, drifting in this game feels so good, dude. The drifting in this game, when you know how, when you know the course layout, and you're drifting just right with the turn, oh, it feels so good. It is some of the best drifting in the damn series. I'm gonna say it. Mario Kart Double Dash is some of the best drifting in the entire series. It feels so good. Let but that I, man cook. Keep going. But, but I will I will agree with <laughs> Don't Jack. Say that. Don't say <laughs> I will I will I will agree with Jack. I think that, you know, the characters, you're basically inclined to pick certain ones. Like Toad and Toadette, who are unlockable, they get the golden mushroom. 
So you're probably going to want to pick one of them if you want to go really fast. Yeah. The Troopa brother, the Koopa brothers, you will probably want one of them because they have triple reds and triple reds are one of the best items in all of Mario Kart. Don't at me. Um, I think, I think like if you pick any one of like, if you pick two out of like the six characters, Peach Daisy, Koopa, Paratroopa, and Toad Toadette, that's like the best combinations of items that you'll get in the game. Most part, yeah. I think you're never going to want to pick Mario and Luigi. Their item just sucks. You'll never really want to pick Bowser and Bowser Jr. Their item seems cool on paper, but in practice, most of the time it's not very good. Unless you're um, playing a baby park. Unless you're playing True. unless you're playing on the mushroom cup because there's two courses in the mushroom cup. Because it'll it'll do work on Luigi circuit as well. So like yeah, it's if you're playing the mushroom cup, those might be good. But otherwise, yeah. And I will say, if you pick them as just one, Donkey Kong or Diddy Kong, probably Diddy Kong, just for the cart selection, might be a little better. Those actually can put in work as a defensive character when you get into the lead, because getting the giant banana is fucking good when you're in first place. Like, it's not like it's not like the best item, but like it's really good as a defensive item. And speaking of items, agreeing with Jack on the whole matter of you know the uh, you know the items dictating the characters and everything, I have to say. So, like, the way the items work in this game, you have each character can hold an item, but you have to manually switch them if you only get a single item box. If you get a double item box, no matter where the other character is, they'll get the they'll get an item too. And having that, there's a layer of strategy here because it's not if you've played only Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, where you have the dual item slot, and that's really just a band aid over like something that they did with Mario Kart 8. We'll talk about it. But it's it's different because you can't choose to use one and keep the other at all times. In Double Dash, you can. You can. Yeah. If you have and one I... item that you really want to keep and you want to hold on to it as long as possible, you keep that character in the cart and dro- have them drive and just have the other character use items. Like, and, and I like that in a, like, single-player practice, but when you're, like, playing against friends, it yeah. just feels like a really cheap mechanic that encourages just hoarding good items. I, I think that's the problem with Double Dash, is that it is extremely fun because to play at a higher skill level, and it is not very fun to play if you're, like, a noob. Because, like, if you're doing, like, four-player local multiplayer, like, a person in fourth can get lightning, switch their character, and then hold on to that lightning until they get into first, and then use it, and then just get a gigantic lead. And, like, yeah, you could argue that's just, like, strategy, but also it feels... Landon's like, yeah, I do that, I do that. (laughs) I'll fuck around. You'll find out. (laughs) So, yeah, like, this just goes into my main point. Uh, And then the other thing about the items is that you can't drag items behind you. The only way no. you are going to play defensively is if you aim that shit backwards when something is heading your way. You have to time it. Which rolls into my main point is that it's it's a great game when you've got the learning curve down. It's incredibly steep. It's not like most Mario other Mario Kart games. You have to learn all the ins and outs of it. I think once you've learned those ins and outs, it becomes an extremely fun, extremely satisfying game. Like I said, the drifting is some of the funnest in the series. It feels so buttery smooth and good. It's so good. 
and like the items the strategy it's great it's just getting there and learning how to play and some of the tracks are still not like the best like warrior coliseum and tried desert but like it's still a lot of fun i just wish it had a, a few more courses like if they had like an extra one cup of courses i think it'd be better and but the thing is that's unique about double dash more than anything is that double dash really lives and dies by that double cart that double racer cart mechanic because you can feel it in the course layouts they're all designed to take advantage of the game mechanics probably more than any other mario kart game so it's if 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 there's one thing i can say more than anything else for double dash is that it is a game that regardless of how you feel about any other mario kart game it's still worth revisiting because it's just not like any of the other ones and that just makes it inherently more valuable than something like Super Circuit or Mario Kart 64 or Super Mario Kart. It's yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say I, it's it's pretty good. I liked it. Thumbs up, Landon. What do you have to add about Double Dash? Uh, insert the Bane speech here, where I was born of this and you merely adopted the Double Dash. <laughs> something something something. <laughs> uh, it would be very painful. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for you, this this was my Mario Kart for years. I mean, I I played every single Mario Kart, and I I but this is the the Mario Kart I probably put the most time into, probably up until seven came out. Like oh, wow. even Wii, like I was still playing a lot of Double Dash. I would go back to Wii, but then I'd be like, yeah, but Double Dash. Um, so, like, that's why, like, I look back on this game pretty fondly. Some of the courses don't hold up, uh, but I just, I love it. I love it. You, yeah. you can say whatever words you want. You, you can, you can say whatever you want. I, I don't understand. It's all white noise to me, baby. <laughs> Nostalgia goggles. Was... <laughs> fully no, I, on. I'll, I'll say this, like, even if, like... No, I see the appeal. I think that there's a legitimate case to be had that Double Dash is arguably one of the best in the series. And if you're a certain person that likes what Double Dash offers, yeah, I, I can get it. It's not my favorite, but I have a lot of respect for it. I mean, you know I'll what? say I, I think Mario Kart 8, as it is today, is 100% a better game. Oh, yeah. For but sure. God, it would be so cool if they just brought back the the two racer mechanic just one time just one time it would Come be on. cool It'd be real cool it would be cool if they like especially with if it was like a separate game mode yeah and not like the only option yeah i'd be fine like that, that would be cool that would be sick like s single 50 you know through and then double 50 through you i don't just, see why not yeah you could just play play it either or Especially with all of the characters you have now. I mean, you don't have to make, like, custom they don't have to items have, yeah, for everyone. They don't, they don't need to have custom items. No, yeah. but, like, with just, like, the, like, custom ability you could have with everything. I think it'd be cool. But, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's it. Shout out to to Bronze Tier Al, calling me based. <laughs> Al knows right. what's up. Yeah, we're going to move not, on. Yeah. Wait, why oh. does Al not have the mod in that? That's weird. 
That is weird. Did you remove his mod ability because he called me based? Is that no? What no, I didn't. I didn't touch anything. I'm surprised. I didn't that do shit. It. But um, what I was gonna say is that one thing I will give. Uh, it's it's a small thing, but one thing I will say that I liked about Double Dash is that to make up for the fact that it feels kind of like clunky to learn at first, I really like how no matter how many times you get hit by items, you still have momentum. So like you don't just like tumble backwards, you fall, and then like you have to start from a stop like even if you get hit by like most things you get hit by you're still going like you can get hit by a red shell you'll like you'll like fumble a little bit but you're still going like i like that sense of momentum when you get hit it's not as punishing unless, unless you get hit by a car yeah yeah because i was gonna say because like the thing is is like mario kart 64 we mentioned it's punishing you get hit by stuff you're fucked in double dash uh, i mean it's chaotic but it's a chaotic in a way that it still lets you stay in the race most of the time. And I think that's just a good thing, a good quality for the game to have. So anyway, moving on to the next game, we've got Mario Kart DS, released on the Nintendo DS, November 14th, 2005 in North America, selling 23.6 million units, making it the third best selling DS game. And it is available for DS and Wii U Virtual Console. It includes a few things that are unique to this game. You've got emblem customization and mission mode, an entire separate mode that was kind of adopted into some other things, but like, it's really not anything. Like everything, everything that came after is nothing like how it was in DS. Like mission modes got a specific like set of like six levels to start, seventh secret one you can unlock. And there's like eight stages each and a boss level that you can do. Uh, it is the first uh, game in the series to have online play. But interestingly, only certain courses were available online, mostly just because, you know, the DS and online, you couldn't really have some of the more complicated stuff online. It wouldn't really work. But you have 32 courses. This is, this is a big thing. You got 32 courses. There are eight cups now. You've got the mushroom, the flower, the star, and the special cups returning. And you have the new shell, banana, leaf, and lightning cups. Well, the lightning's returning from GBA, but the way that they use the lightning cup is totally different here because now games have 16 new courses. These are the nitros and 16 retro courses. That's right. Every game from DS onward brings back some courses from other games and adopts them into that game, and you get double the content, baby. Hell yeah. There was uh, technically 12 characters playable, but there's really 13, but one of them you, you kind of can't play as it. Like, I'll, I'll explain. So there's the core eight. You've got two returning characters from Double Dash, Daisy and Waluigi, and you've got two newcomers. There's also a an exclusive third newcomer that you can only play in DS download play if you are using one cartridge. Everybody plays a shy guy, no exceptions. That is the only way to play as him, by the way. So, there's technically a 13th they really, character. They, they really could have just added him to the game yeah. as a regular character, you but I feel fit. like they chose not to and because the, they had like around 12 characters. Yeah. The funny yeah, you wouldn't have yeah. fit in the character selection. The funny, yeah. I was gonna say, the funny thing is, is like Super Circuit, right? had something very similar where you could hook up link cables and play with just a single pack. 
and you can actually experiment with this in um if you're playing uh on the nso but everybody plays yoshi nobody gets to pick their other character hmm. everybody plays as yoshi in that mode so they used the same like idea where you can only play if you have one cartridge you can only play as one character but they made a whole separate character for this kind of weird. yeah that's kind of it's kind of funny uh, i mentioned the uh, mission you, mode and then uh, you didn't mention the two newcomers the two the newcomers, other two newcomers. The two newcomers are uh, Drybones and Rob. This Hell is, yeah! This is like his only appearance. Poor Rob. He got moved. Rob to, deserves better. He got moved to Smash Brothers and never came back. He's been robbed. <laughs> I did it. You did it. I plucked the lowest hanging fruit I could. Hold on, let me just give that a. Uh, there we go. We're Thank not gonna. You. We're not going to hear that in the in the uh, the podcast audio going out to streaming services, but... Do it again, but with your mouth this time. <laughs> but I'm Tish. Thank you. Nice. Thanks, thanks. And then um, I mentioned mission mode, and then there is battle mode. There's two battle modes in this game. You got balloon battle, as always, and the new Shine Runners, which is not the same as Shine Thief. It's different. Instead, it's like a, an elimination style one where you're collecting them and there's a timer and it'll go down and if you have the least you're out and then it goes on it's like it's kind of like musical chairs but not really it's like it's kind of I don't know, it's, it's a little bit similar uh there are six maps you've got four new and two returning from previous games so that is the content overview of mario kart ds how do we feel about mario kart ds mario kart ds make me feel good this is I mean, like Landon said, Double Dash was, like, his Mario Kart growing up. This was mine. This was the first one that I owned, and the one that I have uh, outside of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Actually, I'm, maybe I have more experience in Mario Kart Wii. I don't, I don't know. But either way, I play this one a shit ton, and I love it, and it's great. And the Nitro courses in this game are so fucking good. Probably my favorite Nitro course selection in the series. Except maybe Mario Kart Wii. But, um, there's some fucking classics in this game. We got Cheap Cheap Beach, you got Delfino Square, you got Waluigi Pinball, you got Shroom Ridge, you got fucking TikTok Clock, and Airship Fortress. Peach Gardens. fucking... Peach Gardens and Wario Stadium and Bowser Castle and the Rainbow Road Rainbow in this Road game is are, great. Are really good. Don't look at the retro courses; they're not. <laughs> yeah. They're not very. They're not very good. They're not. Now, I I give this game some slack, uh, for in that regard, because it was on the DS and they couldn't really do a ton graphically. Um, so I understand that they tried to go for some more simple courses from the first four games. Uh, but, and, it, you know, it was also the first time that they tried something like this. So, you can't really give them too much shit. Plus, there's some good ones in, uh, Mario Kart DS anyway. You got Luigi Circuit, Mushroom Bridge, both from Double Dash. Uh, there's also Luigi Circuit from... Super Circuit, but I'm not going to talk about that one because it's not very good. You got Choco Mountain. Choco Mountain's good. You got Sky Garden from Sky Super Garden. Circuit. 
Banshee Boardwalk is solid. Banshee Boardwalk's pretty good. Yoshi Circuit from D, uh, Double Dash. I think and I think the- I think Yoshi Circuit's pretty impressive that they managed to get that on the DS because like, I mean, it's not nearly as good as in Double Dash, but it's it still does the work. It does does its job. The Super Nintendo course selection is kind of bad. Yeah, it's really it's really bad. You don't you don't have to be nice. It's really bad. I mean, it's, I mean, he I has to I, be nice because it's his game. Listen, yeah, I, I mean, so I understand Mario Circuit One because it's kind of like, oh, we're doing retro courses for the first time. We got to retro the very first course in the entire franchise. Like, I get that. Choco Island Two is literally worse than in the first game, control-wise. It handles like shit. I don't like it. It's bad. Choco Island Two. Not, is a choice not good it's it's not good not good not a good choice what are the other two uh, uh snes ones i forgot donut plains one and koopa beach two koopa beach two is pretty good koopa beach two solid uh um I'm not donut f- plains one is okay i'm not a fan of them picking donut plains when they already have a mario circuit like to me donut plains and mario circuits like they kind of overlap. They're kind of they're kind of interchangeable. Yeah, one of them's a road, one of them's a dirt, but like they're it's, both it's, they're both the the super colorful border blocky border areas and grassland. Like. L- literally, the difference between Mario Circuit and Donut Plains is that one is from Mario Three and the other is from Mario World. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah, it's they they could have picked some better courses for the retro courses. I think that's the weakest part of this game. Otherwise, it's. it's really good it's i do think it's funny how like the one bowser castle that they brought back for this game is in the banana cup and it's not even the final race in the banana cup yeah it's like near the beginning was the gba bowser castle two two Two. yeah Yeah. which is not a bad one no it's not honestly it's pretty good it's just as weird that it's that early and then the final course of the retro cups is yoshi circuit because weird final course like, it's the I've, the weird thing about DS is that they did this very rigid structure. Every cup was SNES, N64, GPA, GameCube. Next yeah. next cup, same thing. Next cup, same thing. Next cup, same so thing. So like it it makes sense in that regard, but also like I feel like they very easily could have like brought in either Super Circuit or Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Like it is a couple games before we see a Rainbow Road in the Retro Cup, so yeah, it wasn't something that they established yet. No, but still, I mean, like they could have. I th- there was nothing that I said would, they could. I would, I would have been fine if they just had a Bowser Castle at the end. Like it, it's just Yoshi yeah. Circuit's weird. Yoshi Circuit is weird. Like, but like I under they Game the Cube DS Bowser Castle on. Mario Kart DS. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I work. don't think the DS could handle no. Double Dash Bowser Castle. No. Lord, no. It would not. They would have, had, they would have though, had to change the, the structure for the courses. I will say, though, part of me is okay with that because, like, it. Me, I mean, the DS, Bowser Castle, and Rainbow Road are both sick and... Like, they're good enough that I feel like they don't need to have another Bowser Castle or another Rainbow Road. Yeah. So. Um. This game yeah, hurt my but, thumbs. I mean, like, um, aside from that, um, this is also the, f- uh, 
one thing that you unlock in this game, uh, like at the very end, uh, is you unlock the ability to play... With any cart uh, on any see, character. Yeah, so like the thing about this game is that like, it, it was the first game to have like multiple carts per character. So like at the beginning, you have... I think you just have one to start, right? Two, two to start, okay. And then, so each character has two carts to choose from. One, like a standard, like a base model Mario Kart cart, and the other is like a more unique one, like for the character at hand. Like Mario has the B-Dasher. Luigi has the vacuum. Yoshi has the egg. Waluigi um, has the fucking forklift thing. Waluigi has a fucking forklift. Or not a forklift, it's like a fucking like a crane. A construction yeah. crane. Yeah. Um, DK has the freaking rhino th thing that looks like the pal from Donkey it looks Kong like, Country. It looks like Rambi, yeah. yeah. Um, but like eventually you unlock a third cart for each character. And eventually you can just pick any cart with any character you want. And that's pretty fucking cool. So like no matter what stats uh, a character has. You can just, like, if you want them to have different stats, just pick a different cart. There you go. Yeah. So it's, like, not quite customizable, but, like, it's an early version of customization, I would say. Yeah. I mean, double. it's, um, it's more just fleshing out what Double Dash had already started, because Double Dash it was yeah. based on, like, the weight classes. But mm -hmm. DS was, like, the first time we'd really be able to kind of pick and choose stats, like, the with the fine-tuned way that we can today. Yeah. I just think it's funny that you can have, like, Bowser in the Yoshi egg or, like, Toad in the Waluigi dirt bike. Yeah, I think, um, great. I think one of the exceptions is uh, uh, Rob. He has two uh, things that, like his or there it's like exclusive to him because he has like a mode where he's like just like he's got legs and then they have wheels and he just goes and then there's another one where he's got like just goes. like i think there's like the he has like the gyromite uh pieces and he just again he just he just goes he's not even in a cart he's just like when he's just run roaming around when you go <laughs> when you go that is Rob the Robot in Mario Kart in a nutshell. I love it. I, I, I love Rob's inclusion in this game, too. I think it's... It's wacky. Uh, it's wacky as fuck, but I love it. Uh, Rob is also the heaviest character in this game tied with Bowser. I believe it. Uh, they have listed weights for every character in the game, and uh, him and Bowser both have 50 Oh, wow. The lightest character is surprisingly dry. Well, I guess not surprisingly because he doesn't have any flesh, but he's dry bones. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I'll say uh, just to kind of go through it quickly because we got a lot more to talk about. Mario Kart DS yeah. is really solid. I like it a lot. I'm not a fan of the retro course selection, but I'll cut it some slack because it was the first time it was doing it and it was on hardware that couldn't reasonably handle two of the systems that it was adopting stuff from. So yeah, it was it was doing its best. Uh, the roster for a handheld Mario Kart, I mean, it's it's solid. You got the core eight. You've got Waluigi and Daisy, who are like basically like grandfathered in core ten characters, except for that one game that doesn't have Waluigi in it. We won't talk about that. But I mean, I clearly will. Uh, yeah, it's 
just this is a good all-around game like if you're looking for a mario kart for single player content this is probably one of the best ones because like you got mission mode you got battle mode you got versus you got grand prix you got everything does it have time Lemon. trials that's time yeah. trials yeah oh it, has, it, it does has. have everything wow yeah yeah it has time trials it has uh staff ghosts yep got everything so yeah no i think it's a pretty solid game it, Hey, hey, it also has customizable uh, cart designs the emblems, because you could yeah, like I mentioned the emb- you could yeah. like draw. Uh, did you mention that? Yeah, you I did. mean, we didn't talk. We didn't okay, talk about it, though. Did, have you ever made anything with it? Uh, nothing too crazy. How many uh, penises did you make? <laughs> uh, not a lot of penises. I think the thing I was the most proud of was like the S like, you know, you the did the, three the, line the, the crazy S. S. That's yeah. that's a good emblem. Yeah. I like that. It's perfect. Um, the emblem of all time. That's about all I got, though. Yeah. You got anything to add it's, about it's, Mario Kart DS, Landon? It definitely came out. I definitely played it. It was definitely fine. And I would definitely play this more than the first three games. There you have it. Fair enough. Yeah. Did you have something to add in, Jack? I heard you had something else. Like Landon... I Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has definitely surpassed this like oh, yeah. by a mile but like this is still like my second favorite Mario Kart game I would say like it was my original favorite alright so the next game that came out was Mario Kart Wii released for the Nintendo Wii on April 27th 2008 in North America selling 37.38 million units making it the second best-selling Wii game. It is only available on Wii. Was it not uh, one of the Wii U download titles? I don't think so. No, it wasn't. They made Metroid Prime a download title, but not Mario Kart Wii. That's pretty funny, honestly. But yeah, uh, content-wise, it is the first game in the series to include bikes, which are an alternate to to carts. You've got the trick system... For the first time, allows you to trick off certain ramps for boosts. It is the uh, first game in the series to have 12 racers on the track at once rather than eight. And it had a tournament mode for online exclusively, similar to DS's mission mode, but I mean, it's not really. It's also no longer available because, you know, I mean, unless you use like home servers, but yeah. Uh, it is the only. This is an interesting thing I found out. Apparently, it is the only home console game in the series that Grand Prix is single player. You can't do Grand Prix with two players. Huh. I, I don't weird. know why. I did not notice that. I don't, or I, I, I don't think I ever noticed that. I don't know why, but apparently... don't. I mean, don't go. Don't quote huh. me on it. I was researching. That's what it said. I'm, I'm going with it. I'm going to quote you on it. Uh, there was okay. 32 courses, again, across the four Nitro Cups. And the four Retro Cups mentioned in the last entry, you had Mushroom Flower Star Special, Shell Banana Leaf Lightning. There are 24 playable characters, not including the newly introduced ability to race as a me. That's right, you can race as your me, starting in Mario Kart Wii. Uh, but there are the Core 8, you've got 10 more returning characters across various games, and 6 newcomers you've got... I did not list them off here, but I mean, you've got King Boo's returning. Uh, you have Rosalina, 
Funky Kong. Who are the other ones? Uh, Dry Bowser. Um, Don't forget series newcomer, Harvard. Baby Daisy. Baby yes. Daisy, baby. Baby Daisy. Um, who else am I forgetting? I don't have the image up. Um, baby Peach was another one. They basically just made the two babies so that they had a whole row of babies up top. Because they had, like, everything was evened out. So the 24 was, like, lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight. I'm trying to remember the other ones. But, eh, anyway. Uh, there is still a battle mode. Although this is kind of the weak point of Mario Kart Wii, to be honest. It has Balloon Battle or Coin Runners, which replaces Shine Runners. It's kind of similar. It's, like, the closest thing. Coin Runners would actually be a pretty much a mainstay battle mode going forward for the most part. Uh, but they are teams only in this game. There's no way to play with just single characters. It's all teams. Uh, but they did have 10 maps, making it the game with the most maps to play on. There's five new and five returning. Oh, one other thing about this is because it was teams only, they also made it timed only. There's no like last man standing anymore like previous games had. And this is something that would carry over to later games is that be timed. So if you like the battle modes of previous games where you got to like play as a little blah bomb and like go like screw with the other racers, uh, that that's not a thing anymore because everything's timed and you get to keep playing. It's it's alright, but like Mario Kart Wii's battle mode itself is yeah. It's ha it's got a lot of courses, at least. Extremely good courses in the battle mode extremely poor the balloon i think the balloon battle is the thing that suffers like coin runners is fine you just run around and yeah. get coins but like balloon the battle fact that is kind of shit the fact that it's only teams is just so disappointing and not only that the balloon battle like there's no point of the balloons yeah there's no point because you just respawn just a... and you don't lose points see in mario kart 8 deluxe you lose points makes yeah it makes the timing like work doesn't don't do doesn't do that in this there's literally no point it you just it's basically just like who can hit the enemies the most yeah pretty much the balloons are just irrelevant now that said might not be the best battle mode in the series but some of the best battle mode courses or yeah. like arenas though but move it uh did anybody else have a thing to mention about battle mode because i was going to move on to a separate thing not really. The course selection in this game. Oh man, I have Fucking to. Fucking blows. Yeah, wow. I'm glad we're all yeah, in agreement no, on that no, one. No, 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 no. I so here's the thing. Although Mario Kart 64 was like my first major Mario Kart that I spent a lot of time on, it's not the one that I first really like. I wouldn't say it's the one that like made me a Mario Kart fan. It's this game. Mario Kart Wii is, like, very special to me. I played the hell out of this game. I played a lot of it online. I played a lot of it offline. I played a lot of it during a time where I was constantly going, like, I would, I would have, like, friends over, so we'd play. And it was also the game I would play a lot when I was going through a really hard time in my life at that time. So it was, you know, just a lot of fun that I was able to have just kind of keep me going through the day it was just the courses are just so good in this game like there's they're not perfect but I think the overall course selection both retro and nitro 
are some of the best up to that point in the series. There's so many good Nitro courses. I mean, they're not all great. Like, a couple of them are whatever. But, like, most of them are so good. You've got Coconut Mall. You've got Koopa Cape, which was... Poor Koopa Cape. It was so good in this game, and they kind of... Yeah, later games. Butchered. Uh, I mean, you've got Maple Treeway. That's a really good classic. You've got stuff like, you know, Daisy Circuit's nice and simple. Pretty good course. Toad Factory. Bring back Toad Factory, damn it. Bring the fuck back Toad Factory. That's a, My God. That's a good fucking mushroom cup what course. What a great course that has not been brought back a single time, but they've brought back fucking Mushroom Gorge twice. Which is a good course. It's decent, but like Toad Factory. It's no, it's no Toad Factory. Exactly. Moonview Highway, still one of my- Moonview. Still my, probably my personal favorite like traffic- track in the entire series just so much fun you've got the iconic rainbow road from this game you've got the bowser castle is generally regarded as pretty good i think i liked it quite a bit uh i mean you have you have other ones you know landon will not agree with me here but i really like rumble volcano eat poopy But yeah, and then the retro courses, the only thing I don't like about the retro course selection in this game is that they put way too many fucking Mario courses in this. There's three Mario courses in the retro cups. Why? Like, they have, there's Mario, there's a Mario circuit or a Mario raceway in three out of the four cups of the retro cups. It's just kind of ridiculous. But. Is there? Yes. There's the GameCube one. Yeah, there's the N64 one. I, for- I forgot about the N64 one. And Mario Circuit 3 from Super Car- Mario Kart. There's so many. Someone brought... I I remember, like... Someone brought up that, like, the, the only reason Mario Circuit 3 got brought back into Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is because it was a retro course in Mario Kart Wii, and they're, like, kind of pandering to the Mario Kart Wii crowd. The Battle Course Pass we'll did bring we'll a lot. Later. Yeah, we'll get back to that later. We'll circle back. But I mean, like, I would agree overall that Mario Kart Wii has, like, when you combine the the Nitro and the Retro courses, like, one of the best like, track selections in the series, if not the best. I would argue, so I know this is me personally, and part of it is nostalgia, because I do love Mario Kart Wii dearly, but I really think that the course selection, if you compared it to all of the base games, so Mario Kart 8's base game, because yeah. that the DLC and the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe stuff, that's an entirely separate beast. But just take all the base games with their 32 courses... I think Mario Kart Wii had the best selection overall. Mario Kart 7 is close, but Mario Kart Wii, I think, had the best. I think, yeah, I I might agree with that. I think Mario Kart Wii wins in terms of, like, just overall selection. The thing I like about Mario Kart Wii is that it knows the retro courses are retro courses in a way that, like, yeah, it's kind of funny that, like, you're racing on what you can literally tell is an old course, but they like they touch the visuals up, so like they like they play up that retroness, and I think I like that that wackiness to it. I think it's I think it's nice. It's endearing. So yeah, I but I I'm not gonna say Mario Kart Wii's perfect because it's not. You know that item bullshit that I was talking about in Mario Kart Double Dash, where there's a lot of stuff going on, 
And, you know, you've got Mario Kart 64 kind of introduced the Mario Kart item bullshit the way that we see it. Mario Kart Wii's the worst about it. It is. Yeah. It's so bad. It, re- it really is. The 12 racer thing, the rubber banding is, like, really crazy. And they just, they huddle up at you. So they'll always bonk you as, like, you'll have, like, five racers pass by you. And you can get hit by, like, ten red shells. This is not an exaggeration. You can actually just get hit by a ton of red shells in the same course. Spiny shells, you can have, like, three or four if you get in first place enough and there's enough going out. Yeah. It's just crazy. Definitely. It's crazy. It's, if, and the and the bad thing about Mario Kart Wii is, unlike Double Dash, where I mentioned a good part about it is, you, you keep going. You got the momentum. I'm Mario Kart Wii. You got a hit. That you you are tumbling upwards, you're falling down, you're stopping, and then you get to go. So like, yeah, it's super punishing. It is classic Mario Kart punishment, and that is honestly not that good a feeling in a game like that. So like, I'll say I love the game to death, but it is it's super punishing, and the items are super bullshit. So it's also the one that introduces the cloud. So Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think the cloud is an interesting item. The blooper introduced in Mario Kart DS, I'm not a fan for. I think that they could get rid of the blooper. The thunder cloud would be interesting if you could just choose when to use it. Because that's the problem with the thunder cloud is that as soon as you, you, you get it, it just activates on its own. So, like, sometimes there's nobody there. You just get screwed. But, like, if you got to choose when to use it, you could, like, play hot potato. It'd be kind of fun. It'd be, like, a level of strategy a- to it. Yeah, that's actually a smart way to fix that. And I think that's just the problem is that a lot of Mario Kart Wii's items, they just don't execute, they don't work well in practice as they, as much as they would be conceptually. Like the Mega Mushroom seems really cool. It lasts like three seconds and you can never get it in like good positions. Like you can only get it really in the back. So like at that point, you just want a bullet bill. You don't want a Mega Mushroom or a star. That's better. Like, the Mega Mushroom, why do you want that at that point? It's like, And then, of course, I mentioned the blooper. I don't like the blooper. I never have and never will. It's dumb. But, I mean, it's it's Mario Kart bullshit at its finest. Mario Kart Wii. That's all I gotta say about that. Lennon? I never want to play words? this game ever again. <laughs> That's Mostly fair. for the bullshit. Would you... That's would fair. you play? Would you play DS before this one? Yes. All right. Mario yeah, Kart DS. Mario Mario Kart DS also doesn't have levels of item bullshit that Double Dash or we have. Like it's nice. Yeah. It's nice and nice and tame by comparison. Just do your cart thing. It's so. fine. It's a. It's more aggressively fine than Super Mario Kart. But that's because it has the biggest highs and the biggest lows. Yeah, oh, I can I can agree with that. That's fair. That is fair. Whereas Super Mario Kart is just meh, meh is just fine. So I I would play this probably before the first three games, but I don't want to. I really I, I can play as Funky Kong in Mario Kart Eight Deluxe now, so I'm good. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, uh, next up is Mario Kart 7, which was released for the Nintendo 3DS on December 4th, 2011 in North America, selling 18.98 million units. It is the best-selling 3DS game. Only available on 3DS, no re-release, obviously. What? 
They need to fix that. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, but content-wise, it introduced cart customization. Now, you don't just pick a cart. You also pick wheels and a glider. Glider, because they also introduced gliding segments and underwater segments to the series. That's right. No more just going through a racetrack and just going on just the road. You can go through the air. You can go under the water. There's there's a lot of new design uh, options there. You have the 32 courses, the same as DS and Wii. You got your four retro cups, four nitro cups. Same ones I listed earlier. Uh, interesting thing about Mario Kart 7 is that there's no way to play versus in single player. If you want to play the courses, you have to play Grand Prix. That is like opposite problem as Mario as, Kart Wii. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Has the opposite problem. That, I that ever since this game came out, that has been its most glaring flaw, in my opinion. What about Waluigi? Like, oh yeah, and this game doesn't. That? Oh yeah. Speaking of sixteen playable characters, not including me, there is the quarry, four returning characters. Waluigi is not one of them. And yeah, then four I four newcomers. I was going to say earlier, but I was going to wait for until we started talking about this game. I think DS has a better character selection than this game. Like, fewer characters, yes, but it has Waluigi. It has Waluigi. Like, how the, f- and how the fuck do you not include Waluigi? But, counterpoint, Wiggler. Case it does have Wiggler, and it does have Queen Bee. Bring back like, Queen you- Bee. But, like, how the fuck do you put in Lakitu as a newcomer and not have Waluigi? Yeah, it's weird. And here's the funniest part. Waluigi Pinball was brought back as a retro course. It was! Not that I'm upset about that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just weird that they bring back the course, but not the character. I think what would have been funnier if they still had Rosalina's Ice World but Rosalina. But they, no, took, Rosalina. but they cut Rosalina. Like, they made a whole new course for this character and cut the character. Cut that her from the game. Funny. Yeah. Speaking of, so I mentioned this. Uh, I haven't mentioned this before. So Rosalina was one of the newcomers in Wii, but she wasn't alone. She had Luma with her. They got rid of the Luma. There's no Luma anymore. There was no real. That's true. The real reason to ki- pick this character is gone. Damn. Because Ro- Rosalina's butt is so big, they had to remove Luma. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just because, you know, 3DS, they probably didn't want the extra character model running down what could possibly, you know, be... I mean, they were probably going with the same problems as it, DS for its time. They had to work It makes in. sense. Yeah. I mean, the 3DS, they did this for a lot of games. Like, Ice Climbers couldn't make it in Smash because of that, so... you know. Yeah transformations had to be cut into separate characters so i mean it's just the thing that ran uh and then the last thing i want to mention before we continue to just talk about it as a whole is there are uh two battle modes for this game you've got coin uh balloon battle and coin runners returning there's three retro maps three new maps so you've got two solid battle modes pretty solid selection of course of uh maps i think so the battle modes okay it's fine pretty good they just yeah, I, I, I have to say, my my biggest gripes about 7 is they clearly rushed this for a holiday release. 
and then never updated yeah. it with key features that it was missing. Like the core, yeah, the core selection 100%. is fine for the most part. I think the retro tracks do a lot of the heavy lifting. The nitro courses can be kind of hit or miss. There's some really good ones. Yeah. And then there's stuff that's like, nothing is egregiously bad. There's nothing in this game that's like Super Mario Kart uh, or Mario Kart 64 levels of bullshit course design. But like, there's just some meh stuff. Yeah. Like, I think I'm never going to want to go back to Cheap Cheap Lagoon. Like, I don't need it. Yeah. I think, like, in terms of the Nitro courses, this is one of the weaker games in the series. There are some really high highs. Like, DK Jungle, excellent. Rainbow Road, Ex really fucking one, good one as well. Um, fucking Music Park is great. Piranha Plant uh, Slide's good. The, the Woohoo Island uh, courses are pretty solid. Rock Rock Mountain's um, all right. But then you have, like... Toad Circuit. Toad Circuit? Top. Neo Bowser City. Bottom. Rosalina's Ice World. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say, the, I. One of the worst Bowser's Castle oh, in yeah. the series. It, yeah. I think the only thing, like, this is the worst of the 3D Bowser Castles by far. The only, oh, yeah. The only thing it's wor it's possibly better than are some of the SNES and GBA ones, and that's it. Yeah, no. It, like, how did they go so wrong? DS had, like, one of the best Bowser Castle in the series, in my opinion. And then you go from that to f seven Bowser Castle, and it's aggressively okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's. But, like, either way. But the Retro Course selection, man. I was going to say, n Nitro Courses, inconsistent. Retro Courses, holy shit. There's so many fucking good ones. Possibly the best lineup of retro courses out of all the base games. Not possibly. It, objectively the best. You know what? I'll, like, I'll agree with that. I mean, holy like holy shit. There's so they actually feel like another four cups. Read like them in, all off right now. Okay. Do it. Luigi Race N64 Luigi Raceway. Solid first course. Yeah. I mean, as a first so, as a first course for, as of a first the course, retro cups. Good. As the first course of the retro, yeah, acceptable. GBA Bowser Castle 1. Not too bad. I, th sure. I, th I think I had a good glow, For, glow up. Uh, Mushroom Gorge. Good. Solid. Uh, DS Luigi Mansion. Pretty good. Good course. Solid course. 64 Koopa Beach. Pretty good. Pretty good. Super Nintendo Mario Circuit 2. It's uh, unremarkable, except they added the ramp. And also... They added the... Yes. And that just makes it more interesting than Mario Circuit 3 in Wii or 8 Deluxe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I should say they added the glider section yeah. to the ramp yeah. is what I meant to say. Uh, Coconut Mall, great course. Waluigi Pinball, how, great fucking how, course. How did they get away with the Banana Cup having two all-stars back-to-back like that? Yeah, after Mario Circuit 2 the of all courses. And the only thing that's wrong with uh, in my opinion, with Coconut Mall in that version, is that they it was it was a hardware limitation. They had to take yeah. out all those spectators and stuff because rendering problems. But like the yeah. layout is the same, the visuals are the same. You know, you've got you, you still you still got everything. Coconut Mall is still there. Yeah, you got sixty four Calamari Desert. Good. Uh, DSDK Pass, which is I'll, eh, that's I, all right. I like it more in seven than in DS. I'll give it that. That's that's fair. Because it's got the Daisy it's, got, it's got the snowy, foggy feel. So like wintery. Daisy Cruiser, good. A 
great course. Maple Tree Way, S tier yep. course. Uh, still Koopa good Cape, segment. Koopa Cape, not as good as we, but not as good as we. Still better than the eight version. I was gonna say I I like the fact that they added the cheap cheaps. You still had something you know interesting there in the tube section. Uh, Dino Dino Jungle improvement over the original. Classic. Loved it in Double Dash. Airship Fortress, fucking classic. Yes. Classic. And finally, Super, Ninte Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. And this is, this was it. This was what spawned Landon's love for Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Definitely like, he doesn't give a Super Mario Kart. I was going to say, no. he doesn't give a fuck about Super Mario Kart, but Super Nintendo Rainbow Road And I showed, is... I, I showed Landon the music for the GBA version of Super Nintendo Rainbow Road, and goddamn, they butchered that shit so bad. Super Nintendo Rainbow Road surprised. on Super Circuit is just not good. I'm somehow not surprised. Oh, yeah. But like, holy shit, this retro course selection is actually really fucking solid. Almost all of them are some of the best courses from their respective games. Like, they could have picked better, some better, like, at least one of them. They could have picked a, a better DS course, but like, like, they, they still, they still, yeah. they still got Airship Fortress. They still have they still Waluigi should... Pinball and Airship yeah. Fortress to make up for DK, DK Pass. Pass and Luigi's Mansion. And if like, Mansion could they have picked better? Pretty fun though. Yeah. I remember. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm not even saying that. Seven. Like, I'm not even saying that. Like, D I forgot, Luigi's Mansion is I a bad that, course. I forgot that they had four courses. I forgot 3DS was weird. So they had they had what two SNES, two GBA, and then four, four, four for the other three, right? I think so. Um. No, actually, there are only three sixty-four courses. Okay. Uh, and there are. I was thinking about the Wii's allocation, because uh, seven had an extra game it had to cover. Yeah, true. But yeah, no, it's um, I mean, it's sol solid retro course selection. Yeah, for sure. Even even the meh stuff is still pretty good. The three DS versions are better than their originals for the ones that are like not as good and then the ones that they brought back that are really good courses they hold up pretty well on this game so like yeah i think like i said i think my my main issue with with seven is that they just never it just never added the option to play versus mode by yourself yeah and they it, cut a few characters that they just objectively should not have cut yeah. So, I I like Mario Kart 7 a lot. I think it's a really solid game. I also think it's kind of lacking in content, like quality over quantity, but like it says a lot about how they tried to rush it out that it has less content than Mario Kart DS. Yeah. That it's true. Like a system that objectively is way less powerful yeah um yeah like i said like it's it's just it sucks that like a lot of people will give the next game flack for its base roster being like not good but like even that was better than seven's roster because seven's roster just has baffling baffling exclusions let's be real like Waluigi and Toadette were almost Mario Kart staples at this point, and they were not in this game. Like, 
how are characters like these that have been in at least two other games not in this one like it's weird i don't know but yeah it's it's still a good game it controls pretty good it feels a little slow compared to like wii or mario kart 8 and that might just be the fact that like they have the controls of like these modern mario kart games but it goes back down to eight racers instead of 12 so maybe it just feels like it's kind of a little less you know but at least the item bullshit as a result is like it's there's there's not nearly as much item bullshit at least it's pretty it's pretty good did anybody have anything else to add about Mario Kart 7? Yeah, I have to talk about it now. Um, yeah, Mario Kart 7 um, is a perfectly acceptable game. Um, it has one of the best courses in existence, and I never want to play this game ever again. <laughs> <laughs> because it It'd was be like literally that. just objectively replaced by the next game we're going to talk about. So, yeah, here's the deal. Mario Kart 8 is a 10-year-old almost, almost 10-year-old game that has been updated multiple times. So I have broken this game up into sections. We're going to talk about Mario Kart 8, the base game. Then we're going to move to the DLC for 8. And then we're going to move to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because that these all came out in order. And then yep. we're going to talk about Mario Kart Tour because that came out in between Mario Kart 8 and the Deluxe and the Booster Course Pass, which is the last and thing. Then the yes. And then the Booster Course Pass. And then the Booster Course yeah. Pass. Cool. All right. So, yeah. Mario Kart 8 base game. All right. Now back to the part of the podcast that did not get cut. Uh, <laughs> initially released for the Wii U on May 30th, 2014 in North America, it sold 8.46 million units, making it the best-selling Wii U game which is not surprising. Uh, what is surprising that it's been almost 10 years since then. and We don't have Mario I Kart 9, quote-unquote. I remember buying uh, Mario Kart 8 on launch day and posting it in our like private Skype chat. Uh, I'm like, hey guys, you guys ready to play this shit? Um, we were not. We were not, <laughs> truly. Not to the level uh, we It was... I'd I didn't Initially, even have Mario Kart 8. I mean, I didn't even have a Wii U to play Mario Kart 8 at the time when it came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got right. it later that year. Um, I got a Wii U was, for Mario Kart 8. Yeah. It was initially only available on the Wii U, but would later release on the Switch as Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. But more on that later. So next, uh, the rest is the content stuff. Yeah. This is the game that introduced anti-gravity to the series as a mechanic. I was going to say core mechanic, but also it's the only... Game that does this? Game that does this so far. It's just that we are creeping in on year 10 of Mario Kart 8. It does so. bring back uh, the glider and underwater stuff from 7, by the way. I didn't, yeah. I didn't add that in the notes, but I think that should be worth mentioning. And car customization is back, so a lot of stuff from 7 uh, brought right over. Yep. Uh, this was the game to introduce ATVs as a third vehicle option in addition to carts and bikes. Uh, they play like carts, but they wear it's it's just they're basically just carts, but like the characters wear bike outfits if they have them. Yeah. Um, in the initial release, there were 32 tracks. You know, standard 16 nitro and 16 retro. Same eight cups. Uh, same eight cups. 
uh, let's see, 29 initial characters, not including playable Miis, consisting of the core 8, 12 returning characters, and 9 new characters, uh, which included, if I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, the all Koopalings, the Koopalings, Pink, Gold, Peach, and there was like one other one. Was it Cat Mario? Um, I, th- I don't think Cat Mario wasn't on the initial. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, no, Tanuki, Ma- Tanuki Mario was introduced in the DLC. Um, oh, Cat- because it was Cat Peach. Yeah. Oh, Tanuki yes. Mario. Yeah, it was Cat. Yeah, those were both brought in in the same DLC. I yeah. can't remember the I can't remember the last newcomer, but yeah, it was the Koopalings and Go- Pink Gold Peach, and like one other one. Oh, it was fucking Baby Rosalina. Oh, I forgot yeah, about right. and Baby Rosalina. I fucking forgot so, about Baby Rosalina, so, who was introduced for this game. While the roster itself is fine, the newcomers are definitely the worst. Yeah, like it was a very gen. It was a very like common and normal complaint with Mario Kart 8 that despite the fact that it was a very good game when it came out, but the options for newcomers in terms of drivers were very eh. Yeah. I think like if you I think people kind of over exaggerate. Like a lot of people are like, oh Mario Kart 8 doesn't have a good roster or didn't it did not have a good roster. It's like it's not that they had a good that they had a bad roster. Like the roster's okay. You still had you know, 20 other characters that were all good. It's just the newcomers were just not good picks. And in the the lastly, last and definitely least, not just for this game, but for the whole fucking series, Battle Mode in vanilla Mario Kart 8, which only consisted of Balloon Battle and did not have unique maps. It It just used eight regular tracks from the game for battle mode. They are completely unchanged. They didn't alter them in any way except for, I think, Yoshi Valley. They, like, changed some of the ramps so that you could go through them backwards. But, like, boy, it's fucking terrible. Holy shit, what an an afterthought. It's only balloon battle. There's no other modes. So they they don't even have coin runners, which was, like, starting to become a thing. Like, yeah. No, we... Wii U, I remember Wii U battle mode. Fucking thumbs up. Genuinely the, awesome. the worst fucking thing in the series. Thumbs up. So bad. Um, we played on it. Like, I remember Landon and I playing on that exactly like one time, immediately realizing it was dog shit and not worth playing. And then we never touched it again. So how do we feel, though, about the rest of Mario Kart 8 base game? The rest of Mario Kart 8 is great. I mean, like, you got... Fucking classics. Oh my Sunshine god, classic. Sunshine Airport. Toad Harbor, classic. 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 Electrodrome, classic. 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 Mount Wario, classic. classic. You got this game's Rainbow Road. It's okay. Dog shit. It's, oh. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh. It's bad. It's not, it's not great. Who invited you to the party? <laughs> I did. You got Bone Dry Dunes. Oh. Eh. oh. Classic. Class. One of the weaker, Twi- one of the weakest special cups in the series. To be fair, oh, prob- one of the. I think it's. I would dare say the no, no, single no, weakest. No, no, You guys are not putting this below Super Mario Kart Special Cup, okay? I just did. Su- Super Mario Kart but, Special Cup is dog shit. But Cloud, 
Super Mario Kart Special Cup has Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Which in the original which in the original version is hard as balls. And like case all, closed. And, no, and all of the other courses in that cup are not good. There's like maybe one that's merely okay. All of them are okay. It's like it's like okay. I think it's like Koopa Koopa Beach one two. That's it. I think okay. Worst special cup in the 3D games. Is that acceptable? I think I'd be willing to agree with that. Actually, yeah. yeah I don't even I don't, because yeah, like even even the things I'm not big on for like GameCube. Uh, special Cup, like Double Dash's Special Cup. I mean, Wario Coliseum's still fine, and Bowser Castle's so good. That's a good Bowser Castle. And I didn't. Ta- and Rainbow Road. I didn't talk about has it. Has the goddamn. Rain- the Rainbow Road from that game has a really good song, and the layouts. It's it's better than the 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 last couple Rainbow Roads before it. I'll give it that. It's a little yeah. too long, but it's still good. So like, yeah. I no, it's, but like it's it's. it's it's just never a good sign when your special cup peaks with the first course. Yeah. It's um but like man, looking back at the uh track selection from Base Mario Kart Wii, it's we are so spoiled now <laughs> with what Wii, we oh, have. Oh, you mean Wii U? Or yeah, 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 my bad. But yeah. Um I agree. Like the course selection is overall like it's it's all right. It's pretty good. I the think, nit- I think the nitro courses are good. I think overall. I think the strongest aspect about this game though is just the gameplay. It just feels extremely good. Oh to my play. god! But they basically what? This is before the updates of having two items. You have to remember that. Even then, oh, that's true. I mean, even then, because because I mean the the two item thing that was um. They add, they actually added that in Deluxe because the way that they did items and that's good that you mentioned this they nerfed items if you drag it behind you it's still in your item box you don't get a new yep. one yeah so, so you can only have one item period yes yeah which I mean it's fine I definitely don't care to want to go back to it but it's fine yeah. it's fine um I like the the retro selection overall it's pretty good i think it's solid and i like the i'm not like the modifications that they made to some of them i think as well i think that's the thing that really boosts it is that mario kart 8 revamps retro courses some of them in ways that we've never seen before in the entire franchise they oh yeah like stuff like gba mario circuit is so much better just by lifting up the u-turn like just just doing With that ultra hand and then ultra um like even some like weaker stuff like dry dry desert i'm not a big fan of but they added a water section that that's cool i guess extremely still an extremely questionable I, inclusion I'll, that course sucks yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of it i think uh sherbet land the extra routes that they added Ooh, like sherbet land is so good in this game i mean i i, I like it in double dash as well but I think the visuals in Double Dash are better, like because just because of the colors and everything. You think so? I do. I I don't like I, I don't I, dis- I don't like the washed out night aesthetic that they go for in oh, in, I in the Wii U. I think it looks good, but I just I prefer the Wii the Double Dash version better. But layout wise, like this one's really good. Like you have so many different options of places to go. You can go in the water if you want. There's an underwater section if you want to go there. So much more detail so much more to do and that's just the thing with a lot of courses there's just 
so much more detail and so much extra stuff that they crammed in there. Like, unless it's Royal Raceway, and then they remove the ability to go to Peach's Castle. Yeah. Still classic. Still, still a classic, still classic though. Great, great course. Would have been an undeniable classic. Would have been an S tier if they could have just let us ride into the castle. Just yeah, honestly. But I mean, you have stuff like, um, like Toad's Turnpike is totally revamped. Jury's out on whether you prefer the N64 original or this one. There's kind of a lot of contention. I think that they're both good in different ways. And the way that they did Toad's Turnpike in this one, like adding the anti-gravity sections on the sides and making some of the traffic actually like interactable that you can like go off a ramp that's like attached to one of the cars. Like it's it's pretty cool. Just a lot of these little things. Yeah. We could go I mean, on and on about the We yeah, honestly. There's more that we could talk about, but I think that pretty much covers the base game yeah. for Mario Kart 8. Because we also have the DLC. The first DLC. When we talk about DLC, we're talking about the Wii U DLC. There was two waves. Yep. Well, there's there was three updates, but there was two waves of extra content, but go ahead. Yep. There were three major updates uh, for the game between late 2014 and mid-2015. Uh, the first update, which added yeah. the Mercedes-Benz <laughs> carts and wheels and some small quality of life updates for some reason. Yeah. But <laughs> talk about yeah. favorite updates. Favorite favorite, update. Lennon's favorite update. Not even the one that brings in Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Sorry. The one that brings in the Mercedes-Benz cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second update that added the... Legend of Zelda the first... cross Mario Kart 8 content. We had I was going to say the first like crossover into a non-Mario franchise yep. for Mario Kart. It also had three new characters, three new carts, a new bike, a new set of tires, a new glider... And there was eight new courses split into the new Egg and Triforce cups. Wouldn't the, wouldn't the DS technically, because didn't it have a Falcon Falcon card in it? Okay, that's true, uh, but I mostly had, meant in terms of like Falcon. tracks and. Yeah. I, I I was mostly talking in terms of like characters and well, track selection. Rob for uh, DS. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I All mean, right, it's it's, it's not I'm, the. I'm it, I mean, it's not the first major. It's not the first time we've had like like outside Mario Kart content, outside Mario content in, but it's the first like major push to add a bunch of like crossover stuff on this scale. Yeah. And then the third update. Um, yeah, the third update, uh, which was the Animal Crossing crossover content, which. Included three new characters, two new carts, one new bike, one new ATV, one new set of tires, one new glider, eight new courses split into the Crossing and Bell Cups, as well as 200cc. They added 200cc to this game. I... Uh, Pac-Man wasn't in Arcade Mario Kart. We can talk about that when we get to the side games. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um... Boy, howdy. I... I remember being so excited for the DLC. I'm still excited for this to DLC. Come out. Oh yeah, I remember. It's good DLC. <laughs> I can't wait is it for November <laughs> Is it November 2014 yet? So yes. Close. Um, I remember being like, when the first wave came out with uh, the Zelda. I like those courses a lot less than the Animal Crossing ones, honestly. Like, 
despite Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Uh, I mean, like, Yoshi Circuit is cool. Excite Bike is cool. Dragon Driftway is cool. Mute class. City is cool. But, like, I don't know. Hyrule Circuit itself, I, I'm as I mentioned in our uh, Mario Kart uh, tier list. Which will be up which, at some point in the near future. Going to be, like, the beginning of, of uh, the month. Join our Patreon. Silver Join our Patreon. Thanks, bye. It's it's an exclusive I've, to our patrons. I think Hyrule. I think Hyrule Circuit's kind of mid. Like it's it's fine. There's nothing really too special about it. But like, the Animal Crossing selections. You got Baby Park. Bad. You got Wildwoods. Good. You got Animal Crossing. Okay. You got Ribbon Road. Pretty good. You got Super Bell Subway. Awesome. Yeah. You got Big Blue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just ignore Neo Bowser City. What? 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 Huh? Okay, perfect. There's there nine. There's, um, there's, there was seven there's, courses added. I was gonna say, yeah, they added seven courses, yeah. right? I don't. Rem- yeah. I don't remember. I, I, I also. I don't remember. There I also being didn't even. In one of those cops. I also didn't even mention Cheeseland because it's it's fine. <laughs> they took out the space theme. Yeah been in space. I do like the layout, though. Um, Layout's good. Did you guys have anything you wanted to say about the the DLC cups? I remember being excited just for the fact that, like, they were adding content to an existing Mario Kart game. This is the first time that we've seen this. So, just the prospect that, like, 32 courses was no longer the end. There was more. You could see more courses. You could see more content more modes with 200 cc i don't play it but i'm happy for people that like it more colors of yoshi more colors of yoshi hell yeah now you can play as a blue yoshi or a pink yoshi or whatever yoshi or a green shy guy there's 10 color options hell yeah yep uh so i remember being really excited and i remember one of the things I was super excited for, which was another, which is another, a reason that I was hyped as well for the uh, Booster Course Pass later on, is the price point that they gave this DLC was so reasonable, so enticing. It was Isn't it like thirteen dollars. For... It was twelve ninety nine. Yeah, I think for both waves. It was something. It was stupid. Stupidly low. It's yeah. like you you don't expect that much content for that much money, and it's like. Okay, alright. The I'll, amount I'll, of work that they have to do for one course, even if they're just bringing a course, like a retro course back, they put the more amount work, of work... Yeah. I... What the fuck? Why are they I charging, mean, like, pennies? Like, like yeah, because the thing is, is like, Mario... So, like, the booster course pass, we'll talk about it. The amount of effort that went into that was not nearly as much as that they went into for the DLC for base Mario Kart 8. They put so much effort into the base 8 DLC that those courses look like they were in the base game to begin with. Like that's the level of quality they went they matched it. Like even something simple like Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. The visuals are so much better in Mario Kart 8. They revamped the way that the road itself looks. They made the swamps bigger, and they have um, so much more detail to them. And you've got, like, extra, like, rippling effects for to trick off of even more than, like, what little was there for Mario Kart 7. And just, they just, all the visuals that they did 
So good. And the courses themselves, layout-wise, everything else is just super solid. Good DLC. Good DLC. But, uh... Anything you wanted to add, Landon? Don't ever play it again. It is the DLC that added Super Nintendo Rainbow Oh, never mind. Want to play it again. Let's go. I'm going to boot up some Wii U's. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. So, Mario Kart 8 was unfortunate in that it was a Wii U game. So, they would decide when Nintendo had new hardware. Rather than make a totally new Mario Kart game, just bring back the old one. It's perfectly fine. And No one played it. And everyone... And everyone just kind of collectively agreed that it was a good move. Yep. So, I'll take over for this one. Jack and I, who spent hundreds of hours in Mario Kart 8, were like... On the Wii U. On the Wii U. We're like, hey, let's spend 60 more dollars on this. Yeah. We got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We did. Released for Nintendo Switch on April 28th, 2017 in North America. It has sold 57.01 million units as of this podcast. It is still selling like hotcakes. I think a quarter before, it was at like 54 million units. This shit's probably going to pass 60 million units like this year. It's crazy. It's, it's insane. It is, as as you could probably surmise, the definitive version of Mario Kart 8. It includes all the DLC and pretty much all the content from the Wii U game, except for the Wii U game's horrendous battle mode. Thank God, because Boom. they they replaced the battle mode with a new battle mode much closer to the previous games. And I'm not going to lie, it's, looking back, there's a lot. There, comparatively for battle modes, there's a lot here. You've got oh yeah five modes. You've got... And they're all returning stuff, except for one. One, There's even a new mode. You've got uh, Balloon Battle, Coin Runners, Shine Thief, bob on Blast, and the new Renegade Roundup. And there's eight... Breaking the law, breaking, breaking the, the law. There's eight battle maps with five new and three returning. One so of them is a squid crossover. And one of them is a crossover. One of the new ones is a crossover. Yep. So you have one crossover, four new Mario Kart style ones, and then three returning ones. That gives you 40 combinations. If you play each course on each battle mode style, that's 40 combinations. That's kind of insane, actually, now that you think about it. Uh, But continuing on, this also had all of the uh, non-me characters, the 35. There's still me's, but... There's 35 non-new characters as of the end of the DLC from the previous game. They're all here. And then it also includes a couple more newcomers on top of that. Um, Landon said one of them was a crossover for the battle mode. You have crossover characters that go with that battle map. Because you got Splatoon. Got the Inkling boy and girl as characters. You got Urchin Underpass on the battle mode. I'm still, like, slightly disappointed that Splatoon didn't get its own unique course, but oh well. I mean, It yeah. works better as a, like, a as battle a, map because of the yeah. concept of Splatoon, but I, yeah, I agree. It, it, it makes Flounder sense, Heights. but Flounder Heights, Imagine racing my on god. Flounder Heights, baby. Oh my god, give it to me now. Give it to and us, then, Nintendo. Of course, uh, it has all 48 courses from the Wii U game, so all 12 of the cups that were in the Wii U game plus DLC, all here. Not going to go over them again. Uh, It, of course, did still receive numerous updates, and there is one update, one major update, that came out shortly after the game's release. 
that included some content from Breath of the Wild. So you had a new variation of Link, and you had a new bike, new set of tires, and a new glider, in addition to all the extra stuff that was already there. I think it was like in May or something. Like it was like a, it was it wasn't too long after that they added that stuff. But uh yeah, that's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's content that was added. How do we feel about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe before the booster course pass? Uh it's fantastic video game. They fixed they fixed the only flaw with Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U and that's its shit ass battle mode. And they turned it and made it probably the single best battle mode in the series. Like, let's be honest. Just in terms of, like, the tra- the course selection, or the... Yeah, course selection, selection. And, like, yeah. and the, like, the different game modes to just, like, make it super replayable. Yes, that's 40 different combinations. That's almost yeah. as many courses are in the game to start. I think the biggest thing about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the amount of unlockables was cut to yes. almost so, nothing. Yeah. yeah, so tip, So the thing is, is, I didn't mention this, but way back, the first three Mario Kart games did not have a whole lot of unlockables. Super Circuit did have the extra cups, but Double Dash started the tradition where there was a lot of unlockable stuff, so if you were a single player, you had a lot of content to look forward to unlocking. Carts, characters... Uh, modes, stuff like that. And Mario Mario Kart 8 was the same way. You had a bunch of stuff that you could unlock. Uh, Mario Kart 7 started the thing where, like, you collect coins, and that goes towards unlocking uh, cart parts, which was, you know, something to extend the gameplay. That is the only thing left in this game to unlock. Except for... except, except, Except for gold stuff. So there's, like, gold Mario as a character. No. And he's just a variant of Metal Mario. No, so it's not I even a full character. I don't believe you. I unlocked this character. Nope. I, I used them. I used them. You saw me. Mm-mm, I don't he think exists. so. I think you were behind me the whole time, so I don't believe so. <laughs> but yeah, it's that, that is like the one flaw with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And I think they did that on purpose because they knew people were going to buy it that already played the Wii U game and they probably were like they probably don't want to re unlock everything. But now Jokes like, on you, I did. Yeah. It's like there's they could have added a few more things that we could unlock. Like, you know, maybe make us unlock I think was 200 CC unlockable, or was that uh, uh, just from the start? It's just from the start. I think why, you could. Why didn't get, why yeah, didn't they make 200 the CC unlockable? Like that could have been cool. Just like do all the 150 CC cups, unlock 200. Like they should have made Mario himself unlockable. <laughs> That'd be weird. But yeah, I think that's the only weakness of this game. Like Jack said, like they fixed the one big problem. The battle mode sucked, and now it's good. In fact, it is actually really good. So, like, thumbs up. All right, let's do it. Talk about it. All right. Bring it up. There was another game. It is considered main series. So so we're putting it in here. I don't believe you. Mario Kart Tour was a mobile and is a mobile game, released for iOS and Android on... September 25th, 2019, worldwide. So the thing about Mario Kart Tour is it is a mobile game, so you have a lot of rotating content. Uh, But I did want to highlight that there are uh, 
There's a lot of course variations. They're considered separate tracks, but they'll take like one course and then they'll just really mix up the layout by adding extra stuff that forces you to go certain directions. And using this new method, they had 44 new courses across 14 real-life cities. These are the tour cities that we, you know, all know and love. Got New York Minute and Paris Promenade and a bunch of other stuff. There was also a new type of course that they called Remix Courses, which have not returned yet, um, but it's they took the course themes from Super Mario Kart and they just made a bunch of different courses kind of like that and just totally different layouts and all this other stuff, but with the style of Super Mario Kart themes, so that's interesting. They also had nine other courses that were not tour city themed, but are new courses. They Some of them were introduced before being added to the booster course pass, and some of them were like a simultaneous release. It's kind of weird. And then there's a couple that were added slightly after. I don't know. And then there's like tons and tons of returning courses, of course. Does anybody want to talk about Mario Kart Tour? Jack, get it over with. I have played very little of this game. I only just played it for the first time like a couple nights ago. It's alright. The controls suck ass. That's about it. Cloud. It's, um... It's, it's fine. Like, graphically, it, 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 sound, it sounds, looks okay. I'm not a fan of the mobile game structure, so, like, I don't like that they just, like, you just jump in and, like, play a bunch of random stuff and, like, that's it. The controls are... The controls aren't great. Like, you can customize them, you can tweak them, but they're still weird because mobile game. And, I mean, admittedly, all of these, like, new course variation things, like, when you, like, keep all of them separate, it's like, who cares? I don't care. Okay, my turn. I probably have put the most time into this game by now. Um, I played through all of the cups for the last tour. I just downloaded it, what, fucking last week, whatever it was. I played slight, quite a lot, but some of my time was, like, back when it first came out, too, so. Yeah. So, uh, this last tour that they just had for Christmas, and then I've been playing it uh, semi-consistent uh, just to have an opinion for this, because I knew none of us would talk about it otherwise. Uh, it's a mobile game, so yes, the controls are going to be kind of funky, whatever. The design of the game fits the controls, because you can rarely go off course. You can't really fall into pits unless you get knocked off. It with an item. Uh, there's only so many areas that have like out of bounds where cart will slow down, so that it's designed around that. Um, e, the there is when you start at the start of a tour, there is a bit of a drip feed, um, and because they want you to spend money, you stop earning points to level up your characters, and you stop getting coins uh, at a certain point, which is you know frustrating if you're just trying to like play through uh stuff but it's like the most fun i've had with super nintendo and gba courses because they just add shit to the courses yeah like and they, like they like and that's like what we were saying about like uh, uh mario circuit gba uh like where they change it 
they just but they they just add shit and it like makes it fun to like be able to go through and do all the jumps and everything yeah it does make the courses feel different enough that it's like it's fun yeah so will i play the game more than after this podcast probably not i dragon ball z dokkan battle takes most of my time <laughs> and i mean let's be real if you start running low on phone space Mario Kart Tour is going first. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to go shortly after this podcast. We'll see. It's it's enjoyable enough. I will not... I It does not make me want to spend money in it. But I have Daisy in a holiday outfit. Here's, here's like, the one thing I hope they do is in a future Mario Kart is, one, battle mode. This makes me really want a... Not battle mode, sorry. Mission mode. Yeah, a Mario they Kart do have, game they have like challenges. Mode. Yes, they give you challenges. So I want like some sort of like challenges that maybe help you unlock car parts and stuff. Or like an actual like DS mission mode. Yeah. The, the, those are the those are two things. Please. Um but then also like just give us like character costume variations. They don't have to fucking do anything. They're just the same slot. You just give us like they have different outfits. It's an unlockable. It's fine. Yeah, there's, there's I like feel like so that will be a thing options. in the next main series game. Yeah, it, ha- it has to. Like, give- okay, here's the biggest thing. Give me fucking Captain Toad in the next fucking video game, you fucking cowards, Nintendo. Not even Mario Kart game. The next video game they come the out The next with. video game that comes out, if... Not even just Mario. It's not even Like, what is no, their next... Just... Vi- I think Mario vs. Donkey Kong is their next video game. If Captain Toad's not in it, we riot. If Captain Toad is not in Princess Peach Showtime, I am suing someone. <laughs> Might be Phil Spencer, but I'm suing someone. <laughs> Alright, that's my piece on Mario Kart Tour. I don't really want to play it. Once again. Don't really want to play it. I don't really want to play it, but... But, there was something good that came out of Mario Kart Tour because Mario Kart 8 Deluxe got... DLC in the form of the Booster Course Pass. There were six waves of DLC through most of 2022 and 2023, adding 48 more courses across 12 new cups consisting of Golden Dash, Lucky Cat, Turnip, Propeller, Rock, Moon, Fruit, Boomerang, Feather, Cherry, Acorn, and Spiny. If it sounded like a lot, it is. There's, uh, Three waves later on, the last three waves, also added new characters. So we had one in wave four, there was three added in wave five, and wave six added four more. So we had a total of eight new characters making roster of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe 48 characters, including the me. It's like 47. Yeah, 47 not including me's. That's a lot. It's a massive roster. There was also some quality of life uh, updates as well. The third wave also added the custom item option. You can pick which items are allowed or not allowed in your regular gameplay in versus modes and online. Like when you play with friends and stuff. So no more. Do you do you not want to deal with lightning? No more lightning. You don't like the blooper? Fucking get out of here. You can, you can customize. You can, if you want all bombs, all shells, okay, go for it. Why not? One thing about for the it. blooper... In Mario Kart Tour, you can actually wipe away the, the squid 
ink. That's funny. With your really? finger. That, yeah. That's yeah. funny. I didn't it actually, I didn't encounter that. That's... He gets rid of it. So And then uh Wave the Six only added game, the music. The only game that uh blooper like is, is like cool. set Yeah. Continue about Mario Kart 8 uh, Booster. And Pass. then yeah, the wave the last wave also added a music jukebox, so like a lot of games like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, you can like go through all the music and like listen to it. But yeah, so that added that is all the stuff that was added in the Booster Course Pass. Notably, all of the stuff that was added was content that was either in Mario Kart Tour or was going to Mario Kart Tour as well. So we would not have gotten this Booster Course Pass without the uh, Mario Kart Tour existing. And um, yeah, Booster Course Pass. Let's talk about it. I think it's good. It got off to a rocky start, huh. production quality wise, because like you could tell they put less effort into like making the tracks look like like making them. They were just pulling from tour, almost literally. But they started like really fixing some things up as they started going into more and more waves. Like some of the later waves, the course revisions that they did, and like some of the new courses that they made for both and Mario Kart 8 at the same time are really good. Like, I mean, you have stuff like Squeaky Clean Sprint, Ninja Hideaway, Piranha Plant Cove. You've got really good returning courses like Waluigi Stadium. You've got Super Nintendo Bowser Castle 3 having, like, one of the biggest glow-ups of all time. Even Rosalina's Ice World came back and was better than the first time. There's... You got some pretty good tour. Uh, the tour, the way that they did the tour courses is, they like took the variations they had from tour and they just kind of shrunk it down, condensed it, and it just became one course. Just all of that goes into one course. So that's why, like, when you go around in different layouts on different laps in the tour cities, it's because of those variants. So. I mean, you have some pretty solid stuff in there. You have Singapore Speedway, Athens Dash, Amsterdam Drift is pretty good. Vancouver Velocity is all right. And then, then you have stuff like, like London Loop, which I don't re- London Loop, which I couldn't remember if you held yeah. a gun to my head. Tokyo Blur. Yeah. <laughs> Landon likes Tokyo Blur. I do. I I truly don't understand why. Los Angeles Laps has. It's a, it's a, it has a construction site. It has, yeah. It has a oil, uh, yeah. fucking site. An oil rig. An oil fucking mining site. Anyway. Uh, Booster Cat, pa- Booster Pass. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think for the value, for the amount, so here's the thing. That's, that's the thing. It is twenty four dollars $25 for all of that. Eight new characters and forty-eight new courses. That is almost half a game, and they charged you less than half of a full game. It's a good price. It's a good price point. Just like the just like with the Wii U, the Wii U's DLC. Very good price point for the amount of stuff you were getting. Uh, yeah, it's just it's solid. I mean, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is now like the the Mario Kart game, thanks to all this DLC and updates, and just, just, there's so much to play now. Like, 
it's it's crazy uh yeah. we're gonna go through the uh Love it, we're gonna do hate a... it never want to play it again i i want to play it again right now we can't but we're, we have more but we're in podcast. the middle yeah we have more podcasts to do so uh we got a few side games we're gonna just do a quick smasher pass through them so we have Mario Kart Arcade GP 1 and 2. They're mostly the same game. 2 adds extra content, uh, but it pretty much has all of the content from the first game. It literally came out just a couple years later in 2005. The first was in 2003. So again, they made this game uh, with the same, roughly the same engine that made Double Dash as well. So uh, Smash or Pass, the first arcade, JP. Do you guys uh... remember playing this one? Or there's also Arcade GP DX. Which is a different game. I think it, I think the one we played was DX. I think yeah. I think the one I played was also DX. I don't remember playing GP one or two. I might have played GP one at one point, but I'm still gonna pass. So I'll say the main thing about the arcade GP titles is that they were made uh, by Namco Bandai. Namco earlier Bam- for the Bandai first Bandai Namco. Yep. So you had some interesting inclusions for characters alongside the return, like the Mario Kart characters. You'd have Pac-Man, of course. Uh, the I think RKGP DX is the one that has it, but uh, Dawn from the Taiko no Tetsujin games. Yes, he's in the game. Yes, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, so like you ju- you got a bunch of like in- you got some interesting characters. Uh, Obviously, it is a more arcade-tuned experience, but there is still, like, the same kind of content. Uh, just, uh, I think what was interesting is that Arcade GPDX, rather than have the courses, just, like, different kinds of Mario Kart-style courses, Arcade GPDX had this thing where, like, all of the course cups were, like, tied to a character. So, like, they had a character, and then they had the courses that were based on them. And they had that, like, for everything. So, it was pretty interesting. Uh, and then there was Mario Kart Live Home Circuit Pass. for the Switch, which is an AR game. You have the remote control car. It has a camera. You put stuff down in your living room if you are actually well off enough financially to have a sizable enough living room for such a thing. But no carpet. But no carpet, because you can't you can't put that on that no except work. all the ads showed it running on carpet but if you put it on carpet it doesn't really it doesn't. well no but yeah i mean they made that that was also on the switch so technically the switch, technically the switch got a new mario kart game my favorite thing is to ask people when they say i want mario kart for the switch and i ask them do you mean live circuit and then they give me <laughs> the biggest blank stare and we just have a stare off. At that you just point. do a li- you just do a little trolling. It's it's the only thing that gives me joy at work. All right, so we're gonna uh, wrap up the Mario Kart talk with a few questions that I wanted to ask everybody. First off, is what are your top four favorite Mario Kart games? From four to one, Double Dash, Wii, DS, a Deluxe. Uh, I'm going to go in the reverse order. I'm doing one to four because the top one, obvious Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's just the best one. Uh, two, Mario Kart Wii. I'm a nostalgia fan. Uh, three, I'm going to give it to Mario Kart DS. It's good, good content. And then four, probably Mario Kart 7. It's, it's kind of close between seven 
uh, and Double Dash. Like, those two are kind of close, but I have to give it to seven. Um, I'll go... Uh, some I don't, I don't know. Let's go you know, four. It doesn't one. have to be in an order if you want. I have it in, in order. I was just trying to figure out a, a third order to do four games in. <laughs> I'll leapfrog it. Um, we'll go uh, four, two, three, one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. DS Double Dash 7 Mario Kart 8 for the okay. Wii U. <laughs> for the Wii U. Mario Kart 8, baby. The, ba- the base game before DLC. Yes. But. Beautiful. Mercedes-Benz update. <laughs> True. So, after the Mercedes-Benz update, but before the other two updates. That's the cutoff. That's the cutoff, baby. Update number one. That's what cool. I want. Uh, next question. Who are your top five favorite characters to play as? Top five favorite racers. I had a hard time like just choosing five because I kind of just go all over the place. It really depends on the um, game. Yeah. It does depend on the game, but I tried to just make a general like if these character if all of these characters are present in the game, these are probably the ones I'm going to be playing more often than not. Uh so I put down Rosalina, Dry Bones, uh Male Villager, King Boo, and Daisy. Okay. Um, I have a. I have mine in a separate note file. I was kind of having a hard time picking, so I have four definite ones. I've got Rosalina, she's been my main throughout the modern ones. Toad, who has been my main throughout the classic ones for most of them. Uh, Bowser, who I just kind of use intermittently. I've used him a lot in. 64. I used him a lot in Wii before I unlocked Rosalina, and I use him in 8 Deluxe sometimes. Uh, and Mario, I've actually grown to like using Mario in certain games. I like using Mario in Super Mario Kart, and I like using Mario in Mario Kart DS. Um, I will say, though... B-Dasher, baby. B-Dasher, baby. Uh, but I will say, uh, in... In Double Dash specifically, I main the Koopa Troopas just because I like spamming shells. It's it's fun. And their cart is small, so it's hard for them to get hit. So, uh, next question, though, is... Okay. Is, uh, Perfect. You land... Oh, cloud. Wait. <laughs> yeah, we'll... we'll s- <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about you again. That's okay. But, uh... No, 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 Next no, no, no. question was... Well, what, are you, what are your top five um, So I wrote down Toadette, specifically in like Double Dash and Wii, Daisy in Wii and 7, uh, Toad and King Boo were like a main for me in Double Dash, and then there's only one character that I know of in Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, so... I like <laughs> I like how your favorite game is Mario Kart 8 before Vi- Female Villager came out, but your fa- <laughs> but yep. Female Villager is the best character. All right, best character, baby. There you go. Uh, all right, that's all you need. So now the next, uh, and I stole this question from Landon. Landon asked in a stream, and um, I put more thought into it. 
but what are four care uh, four four courses across the series that you would put together into your own signature cup so what are four courses that like you feel really like would be like your cup for me yeah for you for me for you yeah what's, what's jack's, cup? jack's cup uh i wrote down sunshine airport waluigi pinball dk mountain and big blue okay um and i also wrote down another one that was just for funsies but it has a theme uh wild woods toad harbor maple treeway and mount wario the theme is all of them are available in mario kart 8 that is true no, that's the <laughs> what is the theme though? The seasons. Oh, oh yeah, no that spring, summer, fall, winter. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Um, I had a I had a thing that I did for the the Mario Kart subreddit where it was like I did like Earth, Wind, Water, Fire. So I had like Sky Garden, Chaco Mountain. Um, I can't remember which water course I went with. I think I went with Cheap Cheap Beach, and then uh, Grumble Volcano for fire. So like, but no, I for my signature cup. It's mostly the same as what I said in the stream, but I decided to take Wii Rainbow Road out because, like, there's enough people that like Wii Rainbow Road. I wanted this course to speak more to me. So I did uh, Ribbon Road, Dolphin Shoals, Grumble Volcano, and Airship Fortress. I like Landon's face because he's not liking it, and that means that I did a good job because I wanted him to not like it. Yeah, but Airship Fortress is a good course, so... yeah. You got Airship Fortress. You messed up there. You need to, You should put R- Wii Rainbow Road back in. <laughs> Just to make it the ultimate uh, Landon doesn't like this cup. Yeah. Anti-Landon Cup versus the Landon Cup. Well, what uh, is the Landon for Cup? For the Landon Cup, I wrote down DK Jungle. Well, yeah. 3DS DK Jungle, Wii Maple Treeway, Double Dash, Daisy Cruiser, and Super Nintendo Rainbow Road Mario Kart 8 version. Okay. Uh, yeah. The next question... I did. I, I basically was going from, like, just... I wanted one from each right. game. Otherwise, Sunshine yeah. Airport probably would have That's what enough. I did. Like, I had... It was tough picking, like, one from each game, because you don't want to pick more than one from the same game, because, like... It doesn't help that oh, okay. all well, four I guess of those just... are playable in... Mario Kart 8. I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Bye, Jack. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I mean, two... Okay, technically one of mine is from Mario Kart 8 base game, and the other one... Or one, the other one from 8 is one of the DLC courses. Oh, that's... So. That, I mean, that's... that. Eh, it's still a little different. But... Uh, but next question yeah. is, what are your three favorite battle courses? Uh, I tried to pick three different ones. Or three courses from three different games i couldn't it's hard, right <laughs> most it, it, i mean mostly because like the all of the strongest battle courses come from pretty much two games we and eight deluxe uh so i wrote down what i kind of technically did choose them from three different games but also kind of not i wrote down woohoo town from eight deluxe yep, good. classic uh, Delfino Pier from Mario Kart Wii. Good. I like that, that one good. a lot because, like, the water level, like with the water level rising and like shrinking the fucking playing area. It's like Fortnite before Fortnite. They did something similar in Mario Kart Seven, but like they do it too slow, so it's not really as like because mm-hmm. it was like, but it was a totally different setting. It was like a beach one. 
Yeah. Um, and my third one is Battle Course 1 from Super Nintendo, or Super Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe version. Solid. Which is, it, despite how simple the design is, extremely fun to play no matter what the game mode is. Like, super versatile, like, bob on blast good as fuck. Renegade Roundup, really fun. Uh, just regular Balloon Battle, it's a classic. It's a good one. Uh, my three are Block Fort from N64 and was also in DS. I really wish that this course would come back in a future game because with the expansion of modes, I think this one has a lot of potential. Like, it was already one of the best up until, like, that. Uh, Urchin Underpass. I really like Urchin Underpass. And Funky Stadium, baby! Funky Kong's course. Bring back Funky Stadium. I was very close to putting Funky Stadium in mind. Funky Stadium is a classic. So fucking good. Okay, my three. So I kind of cheated. I wrote down Nintendo GameCube, Nintendo DS. But I just like (laughs) the concept of playing on a system. It's fun. It is fun. And I I wish Mario Kart 8 had Wii U Jam Pad slash Nintendo Switch. That would have been fun. As like, and then like the the Joy-Cons could come off. Oh, that'd be so, that would have been so cool. Like Like if they just slide it in and out. So like it, yeah, that'd be dynamic. I like that. It changes, yeah. Um, Woohoo Town, obviously. Duh. Come on. Uh, and then, Wutu Town's great. Wutu uh, Town was going to be my pick if I didn't pick Urchin Underpass. And then Block City from the Coob. Good. All right. Uh, the next question is our last question for the Mario Kart stuff. And that is, if you could pick four courses to bring back for the next Mario Kart game as retro courses, which ones would they be? You can give reasons or you can just not give reasons. Up to you. Um, for this one, I did choose for uh, a course from a different game, or unique, four unique games, rather. Uh, Bowser Castle from Mario Kart DS, uh, a one of my favorite Bowser's castles, and tragically has not been brought back yet. Uh, Mushroom City, of course, from Double Dash, uh, one of the very few from that game that has not been brought back for some fucking reason. It's a classic. Uh, Toad's Factory, as I mentioned earlier, also a classic. Needs to be brought back. And Lakeside Park. Not Riverside Park, but Lakeside Park from Super Circuit. Okay. Uh, I've got four very unique picks here. I also did different games. Uh, Mushroom City, just because it's a solid city like traffic course that just hasn't been brought back. I like Mushroom City from GameCube bring it back uh we toad factory again same reasons as jack good uh gba rainbow road this is kind of just the pick because like we have three rainbow roads left i think it's going to be the next one it might not be but i like rain i it's not my favorite rainbow road but it's so fun because like they're all the sides you could just bounce off of i feel like that would be really cool to like work into like a a half pipe if they did that like do like a trick system like, they could remix the shit out of that course. I think it'd be, have a lot of potential. And that leads me into my last one and the hottest take. I hate this course from its original game, but I still think that they should bring back 
figure eight circuit because oh they they could do so much more with it. There's so many they there's could. so many things they could add. There's so many things that they could just mix up with the lay like the layout's gonna be the same, but they could add a bunch of obstacles. They could add anti-gravity, they could add like glider section or something. There's so much they could do with it. I think it has a lot but of cloud. But Cloud, we already have a remake of Figure Eight Circuit. It's called Mario Circuit from Mario Kart 8. But hear me out, they could do Figure Eight Circuit instead. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed. It's it's one it's one of the weakest opening tracks from any Mario Kart game, but I wouldn't be opposed. I think they should bring it back and just heavily remix it and it can be the Shell Cup first track. So, yeah. I'd be down. Uh, that is all for the Mario Kart section. We've got... Hey, what about Landon? Oh. What about I don't have opinions, baby. God, God, guys, I'm sorry. God it's damn it. 2 in the morning. I keep forgetting because Land Landon, he's very concise and quick. So, like, I forget that he has... It's his turn sometimes. Sunshine Airport, Mushroom City, Woohoo Loop, Wild Woods, baby. Oh, wow. You and me picked a... a we had a matching course. We all had Mushroom City. Good job. We all did. Yep. Because... Mushroom City. Duh. Duh. Bring it back. What the fuck are they waiting Just do for? It. Yeah. He's intentionally. He is. I. I feel attacked. Anyway, it's my turn <laughs> to play. I. I'm sorry. It. So this is our last episode we're recording in 2023. It's going to be our first episode for 2024. So happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yay! Yeah. Happy New Year. I wanted to ask. Uh, these folks, what game or games are you looking forward to playing in 2024? It doesn't have to be a game that is actually releasing in the calendar year of 2024, but something you're just looking forward to playing. That is all right. Fair I enough. have answers for both of those scenarios. I have a couple answers for both of those, mostly because I haven't been paying too close attention to what's coming out in the near near future. Uh, but. Persona 3 Reload is, like, that's going to be a launch day by 100%. Um, easily my most anticipated game of the year. Uh, and the Shantae GBA game that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, I forget the exact name. Advance? Do you remember, Landon? I think it's just Shantae Is, is it just Shantae Advance? Yeah. Uh, looking forward to that for sure. Um, that's all I really have for like future releases. Uh, as far risky as stuff revolution. I'm looking, oh. risky revolution. That's what it is. Shantae Advanced a, Risky Revolution. I think it's. The I, I was gonna say I had a feeling it had an actual name. No. Um, but I did get a couple of games over Christmas that I'm looking forward to playing. Like what? Such as. Super Mario RPG, baby. He's gonna keep playing that one. He's starting. I'm gonna it. keep. I'm gonna keep playing it. I've started it, and I'm really enjoying it so far. Actually, it's fun as fuck. Throw it behind. Um, you. what's that? Throw it behind. To you. put it behind me. Okay. Yeah. There. I, no, he said, I said throw, throw. it. <laughs> yeah, okay. we did it. That's the content um, we're paying to see. Uh, for Christmas, Landon got me WarioWare Move It, which uh will be my next stream game after Super Mario Wonder is done. Uh, look forward to this in the future. <laughs> Throws it behind. Uh, yeah. Also got 
Pikmin 4 nice. for Christmas. I, for some reason, did not buy this when it came out. I was just busy at the time, I guess, but I'm very much looking forward to playing this because I haven't played a Pikmin game in a long time. And, uh, yeah, that's about all I got. Uh, okay, so uh, as far as new games that are coming out this coming year, uh, I'm also interested in Persona 4 Reload, or Persona 3 Reload. Sorry. It, it's been a long night. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Dragon Ball Sparking Zero, and Penny's Big Breakaway. Like, those are the games I'm most looking oh, for. Oh, yeah, Penny's Big Breakaway. Um, but looking forward to that. There's also some games that I want to get to in 2024 that I'm, I'm basically making it a gaming New Year's goal with this podcast. Oh, boy. So you're welcome. I want to start the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters. I want to get those and I want to play through one through six that way. Um, next year, this coming year, there will be a stream for Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep at some point. Final mix through the collection that I've been playing. Gonna, we're gonna do that um i also i haven't gotten them yet and by the time we do our year in review i should hopefully have gotten to them but i do still want to play sonic superstars and maybe super mario rpg although it might be a little too late for that but i, I want to try um and then i also through this marathon i played uh, of playing mario kart in order to like get ready for this podcast i've just been really interested in looking into other kart racers um i'm going to talk more about that when we do our like you know catch up section because i have stuff to say there too but i mean i want to play other stuff i haven't played yet like i want to get back to team sonic racing i haven't finished it yet i want to play sonic and sega all-stars racing transformed i haven't actually played that yet and it i know i've i've heard so many good things about it i know i need to play it um and you know just, just other kart racers i want to get i've never actually played through the entirety of uh the, the original crash team racing i'd like to play that someday so like i just want to get into more kart racers it's been a thing i like i've i've, I've gone in and out of liking and i just want to play more of them landon i didn't forget about you oh, this time i thought you were going to skip me even though you introduced during your own question yeah <laughs> uh, but wait, so wait, wait, games but, coming up but al wants oh. to play like a dragon eight okay, oh, okay. That's, all, that's all i wanted to say i well, I guess it's time for the Patreon shit. No. Time for me to... <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no, no. Um, so, the games that are coming out that I'm looking forward to right now, Princess Peach Showtime, which is in March, uh, that's probably the top of my list at the moment. I really want to play through uh, Trails Through Daybreak, uh, which is going to be uh, quarter one, but... I still have to play through Azure and uh, through uh, fucking Trails into Reverie. So let's see if I get to Daybreak anytime soon in 2024. Again, this trail um, on. Yeah. And then, yeah, I want to finish Azure. I want to hopefully play through uh, Reverie. I've been enjoying um, Dragon Quest Monsters. Uh, so I'm going to hopefully finish that, uh, soonish, but something I'm really wanting to get to is I want to finish, uh, the Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, because I really want to, like, keep playing some more Professor Layton games, because, uh, new, new Professor Layton coming out in 2025, um, so I want to see if I can at least get through, um, 
What's the third game, Jack? Uh, Unwound Future. Yeah, that that one's on my dock docket um, for sure. I'm thinking. Um, God, there was a another game that uh, I wanted to try and play. Um, that came out. Uh, I do want to play through Shredder's Revenge with Jack at some time on stream. He's got it. He's there got it. The is. For the, for the listeners, he has pulled out his copy and so has Landon. I have the anniversary edition. I was going to say that they're, they're, uh, uh, they're, the, the boxes for their games are different because they have different versions of the game. But it's the same game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Landon, did you want to get up while I regurgitate self-promotion stuff? Yeah, I have to piss really bad. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. So it's it's been a long podcast, and this is nowhere near the middle of the podcast, but we are going to do our typical Patreon uh, plug. We've got a Patreon. Your support helps this podcast and our streams happen. We're able, especially the podcast, because the podcasts are literally paid for every month with an RSS feed. So patrons help support that. You also, no matter what tier, you get to help decide what we're going to play next because... Oftentimes, we don't have a specific game. We'll put up a poll, and whoever wins, that's the thing that we're playing. That's why I'm playing Grandia 2 right now. I still have to get back to it because I ended up getting stuck on a boss fight. I promise I will get back to it pretty soon. Things are starting to clear up there. Uh, we've got you know multiple tiers. If you're in the Silver Stooge tier, then you get exclusive content. We alluded to a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe tier list of tracks that will be going up soon. On that, uh, we have the $10 tier where we do a shout-out. We don't have anybody, but everybody who supported our Patreon, we do want to thank you. It means a lot. Helps us out a lot. There's also our Discord, as Jack had uh, made mention of a couple of times over the course of this podcast. Uh, we It's an open link. It's in like every single description of every single thing we upload. You're welcome to join. Yep. Just don't talk about Zach and Wiki. <laughs> or do. Or do. But don't keep asking us why it never got a sequel, because we don't know. And we're not going to tell you. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, of course, our YouTube. This will be up on our YouTube audio only. Uh, we've got... Jeez, we've got... Twitch. This is where we're streaming this live. Uh, at, we, we do this live, and then... We have a more high-quality audio version go out to other sites. So you could be watching this live. You could be watching us. You could be watching me skip over Landon by accident multiple times live. You can join Al in our chat. It's it's quite a lot of fun, honestly, when, when we do these live. So, I mean, if you... And if you want to watch that WarioWare Move It stream that Jack's going to start, go join the Twitch. Uh, I think that's all the important stuff. So, Landon's going to tell us about what he's got for us right now. Did I eat a banana split before on stream? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, uh, I still have more of the peppermint bark, uh, because it takes me forever to eat a whole container, because I don't feel like just eating ice cream all the time. Uh, but I also have, uh... Banana split right now, which is just a just a general kill 'em up flavor you can buy anytime. 
That's good. Maybe if you maybe if you live in the area. I've never seen banana split. Well You could move. I could. <laughs> so it's been a long podcast, but it also has been a couple weeks, so let's do some catching up. Jack, what have you been up to? Uh well Christmas passed yes. recently. So this yes, this podcast is being recorded or streamed live just after Christmas. So it's between Christmas and the New yes. Year. The hangover week. The hangover week. Um But it's uh it's been good. I spent Christmas with my family, um had a good time, spent a few days over there. Uh my excuse me I can show you what the fuck my girlfriend got me for Christmas these Kirby stemless wine glasses uh if you're listening on the podcast then join our discord I posted these there previously but uh I post I sent this to her in a meme I it was the same meme that I posted in the discord uh, and I was just, I just kind of like half jokingly said, I want these. And she went and fucking bought them, which is sick. I like the box. The box is really nice. It is. It's got like little sprites all over it. That is so cool. I love it. That is a box worth I'm keeping. Gonna, I, I was going to say, I'm keeping the box forever. That's a box you could just make into like a DS or like 3DS cartridge case. I honestly could definitely gonna hold on to it um yeah it was uh I don't know I mean like work was fucking you know retail hell it'd be like that all all three of us uh, know too much so like aside from just like spending some time with family and friends it hasn't been super eventful but it's been fun for the most part Except for the post-Christmas depression do be kind of hitting because, man, I did not want to be at work yesterday or today. It sucks. And that's about all I got. I've actually had a mini vacation starting on Christmas. I asked for, because, like, I normally get Wednesdays and Thursdays off anyway, and it's a Thursday when we're recording, when we're doing it. I keep saying recording. When we're doing this podcast, it's a Thursday. Mm -hmm. And so... I just asked for the Tuesday off so that I could have Monday through Thursday. So had a little mini break. Uh, I've been, as I mentioned, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart for this podcast. I'm all Mario Karted out. I'll probably play some other kart racers. In fact, I have played another kart racer. Hey, hey Claude, do you want to play Mario Kart 8 tonight? <laughs> well, I mean, I'll probably play some like here and there in the near future. I would love to get back and play some more, uh, you know, sporadically when there's free time but uh Mm -hmm. i did play so this i literally bought this spontaneously but there is a very low budget fan game toho that is a mario kart style game it's a kart racer called genso skydrift hell yeah normally it's 25 dollars. i would not spend 25 dollars on this game but it was on sale for seven so I bought it for $7. And was it worth $7? It was absolutely worth $7. Maybe a little more. Right. I'm still not sure it's quite worth 25 
but there's a lot more content than I was expecting. I mean, there's 20 courses, there's 20 characters, a little bit more on each side. Quite a lot to choose from. It's got like double dash style mechanics in facets. It's got, uh, I talked about it on like a couple streams. So like you can watch our VODs on YouTube, but it's like, yeah, it's a kart racer. It's got some unique mechanics to it. I think it's a lot of fun though. Pretty solid for what it, for what it is. The graphics are bad because it's a fan game in it's Toho. So it, so it doesn't look good. But other than that, it's fun. Um, I played through the new DLC for uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the Indigo Disc. I believe I started it uh, on the previous podcast, but I hadn't really made a whole lot of headway. I was just kind of dicking around, catching a lot of stuff. I played through the whole story. I definitely think that the DLC was uh, really good overall, actually. I mean, they added a bunch of stuff I wasn't expecting. The Synchro Machine, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, like it's that's fun. The new Elite Four, the new story that comes after you fight them is pretty good. Just, yeah. And then plus the fact that both of the DLC stories tied together, I thought I had a lot of fun with it. Um, other than that, yeah, it's just been a lot of work. Like the work, the lead up to Christmas was just so exhausting i was so tired that's why i literally just spent a lot of my time just catching up on mario kart stuff for this podcast and not like doing too much video work i did record a ton of kingdom hearts 2 final mix today though because i was running out of footage for that game we've got a let's play on youtube go watch that and go watch the Great Ace Attorney VODs. Always go watch the Great Ace Attorney VODs. Always. Um, but yeah, other than expressing my desire to get into more kart racers when I've cooled down a little bit and just show uh, explaining other games I want to get to, um, yeah, that, that's, that's, I think, I think that covers everything for me. Yeah. So Landon, what have you been up to? Kari said uh, you had stuff to talk about on the podcast yeah what is it i got robbed that was cool what no your house or your oh, yeah. store yeah i mean i was there so that was cool wait um the house uh, but other than that was this um, was, so to... was this the store the other day yeah okay okay was i wasn't I sure you if you I, I wasn't sure if this was a separate event i remember you telling oh, me no, about no. this yeah yeah. But I haven't told Cloud, so he just yeah. found out. That was really cool. It was a week before Christmas. It was badass. Gun pointed at me. Oh my god. Yeah. No. What? That's, that's badass. That is fucked up. Was super badass. But <laughs> Santa Claus brought me a calendar of the national parks. Ooh. <laughs> so it's so it's okay. So I have this. So it balances out. Yeah. Uh, no, what Kari was referring to was today we went to uh, the Tualatin River Wildlife Refuge. I uh, took a walk around there. Um, if you were part of the the awful tunic stream this morning, when I was mentioning I have to go see birds, that's what. what, what I Why was it awful? Because he got stuck on the first boss because it's super fucking hard. Uh Yeah. Also, I didn't know you could upgrade your stats. Um, but eventually I was like, you should just turn on no fail mode. And cause I kept getting around to like 
clearing 80 85 percent i saw there was one point where like i could barely even see the bar because it was covered by like the chat i thought you would almost beat him yeah so but no uh that was really cool um yeah it was after i after we got past that boss then i started having fun again with that game um let's see yeah so we went to twalton river uh Wildlife Refuge, and uh, had like a walk around there. There was a great blue heron that was chilling out in the middle of the the wetland. That was cool to see. There's some other like little birds as well. Um, there was a squirrel. We heard a lot of frogs. It's badass. Um, so yeah, that was my day today. As far as video games that got played recently, it's just been a lot more. I started for the podcast Mario Kart Tour. Um, to, to just have an opinion on that. And then it's been pretty much just uh, Dragon Quest Monsters, uh, which I haven't made as much progress on, uh, but I'm still making some progress on it. I'm in the middle echelons now, so uh, you have to revisit like areas three different times. There's a lower, middle, uh, upper echelon, and I'm in the middle of clearing the middle echelons. Uh, but Cloud 2.0 learned multi-slash, and yeah. that is fucking really good. Especially since uh, you can attack sometimes twice a turn. And so, for those who don't know Dragon Quest, multi-slash hits all enemies with a highly powerful physical move. So it just does a, a screen wipe. Um, it's really good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it on that, I think. Yeah. So that is our podcast. We've been going for three hours. So, yeah, this was a long one. Uh, Jack is literally falling asleep in his chair. So, we're going to catch you guys later. And, yeah, we've already did all the stuff. Actually, I would like to say uh, since this is the last one for this year, it's not the last one for the season. But I would like to thank everyone who is a Patreon member uh, yeah. that is supporting us. Thank you. Everyone who is part of our Discord and just chats with us and doesn't watch a single fucking video but is just there. Thank you. Yeah. Anyone mm-hmm. who does watch our videos. The true. Thank you. The true fans. I would really like to thank Al for just being there. Yes. Yeah. Al has been there for we, every stream. Just about. We true. Like, literally. Every stream. Truly, and I'm not even exaggerating when I say this, we would not be as into this if Al wasn't there cheering us on. Yeah. Al's our yeah. biggest fan. We have some we have some other people that like come like, in every once in a they'll while. They'll pop in every once in a while, but Al is like our one consistent viewer. For and any time of the day we want to stream Al is Al is there and Hell yeah. yeah. Thanks, Al. So yeah, that's like that's the biggest thing is thank you for anyone who does support us uh, monetarily or just, you know, passively. Just by just hanging out. Being there. We do, we we do, do appreciate, appreciate everyone. It. Yeah. Even you, Ichigo Bradley, wherever you may be. You fucking son of a bitch. Thanks for the Zack and Wiki. Thanks for the Zack and Wiki. And that is us signing off. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Gaming Stooges Talks podcast. If you enjoyed us, consider subscribing to our podcast RSS feed or follow us on youtube.com slash gamingstooges and twitch.tv slash gamingstooges for more gaming content. If you'd like to chat with us, join our Discord. The link can be found in the episode description. We also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Your continued support means a lot to us. Not already one? Please take a look at what we have to offer anyone who becomes a patron at patreon.com slash gamingstooges. See you next time!